0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Earned Five Star Podcast on the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Joshua Voles, site manager, emperor, supreme warlord, and defender of the faith over at OneFootDown.com on the SB Nation Network. <laughs> Joining me tonight <laughs> is Jude Seymour and Brendan Bacalinda, and I am messed up. Fellas, happy Easter, happy Dingus Day. I... I think anyone that defends Easter candy as being superior to either Christmas, or Halloween candy is a they're, they're a fool right now. Oh wow! Who that would, says uh, Easter candy is better?
1: Rank, think did we ever ever we ranked everything? There are people.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, are these are these peep apologists? They try and tell you the the, the uh, that, oh peeps is great if you eat it stale and
1: it's like if your yeah, candy has peeps to be stale. To eat. Trash and Brendan, and it's, I respect you seven, 70 times more now that you've said that.
0: If you yeah, the peeps <laughs> are fucking terrible. They're peeps awful.
1: Are, peeps are the worst. Oh, good. They you are have the worst. unanimous consent here. I love this.
0: Yes, the peeps. I mean, we could we could probably do a whole podcast on uh, how we could take down the peeps empire because it uh, is it's expanding <laughs> as we know it. Yeah, there's uh, not a flavored Pepsi. Do you see this? Do you see this you one? Yeah, Pepsi. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, cool. I, the scientists were so preoccupied I mean, with if they could, <laughs> they didn't stop to think if they should.
0: <laughs> yeah, There it is. Ex- exactly. I and mean, it's uh, – Oppenheimer would be uh, displeased that uh, his warnings were not, weren't uh, heeded. No, I just think the, the Easter candy in general is just – it is – um many levels below Halloween and Christmas candy. It's just it's just not there. Do you know of a person
1: who's ever finished an entire Cadbury cream egg and didn't have somewhat of a stomachache afterwards? That's what I want to know. I want to meet that person. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I think I think twelve year old Brendan
1: was able to do so. Wow. A current me, my pancreas would just like I was gonna say, I take one bite, I'm like, I'm good for the rest of the year. Holy shit. Oh,
0: that's funny. You know, I uh, I woke up like a. I went to bed early and I woke up like a one one thirty in the morning. What was that oh, I can't Thursday night? Maybe or whatever. I can't remember what night it was. Anyways, it, it was recent. But I woke up and I was like, oh, I'm kind of hungry. So I went downstairs and did what any man does. And I and uh, made myself up uh, 12 pierogies. Oh, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just uh, sauteed <laughs> in some butter and some old, and some old base seasoning. And uh, and then, you know. But plated it, put some sour cream on top, chop, had some green onions that were chopped up, sprinkled out, and I'm ready to go. It's just, you know, it's delicious, right? About 20 minutes after I ate uh, all 12 pierogies, I thought I was going to die. You probably I were not, on the verge of dying. Dude, yeah. I could not stop moaning. Like, I was a bitch. Straight, I, was, I was petrified that I was going to wake up the kids. It was the whole day. Uh, Let's be honest, man. It was the old bait that (laughs) did it. I think it was. I think the sour cream maybe was bad, but the (laughs) the expiration date was still good. I went the next day. I checked. I'm like, Jesus, was that, dude? I was tore up. I was in the bathroom for like 45 minutes. Just I thought my stomach was just gone. I thought it was just ripped out. Tostada. I I was in pain. I crawled back to my bed. Uh, I I don't know. All, and I'm just thinking, I was sitting there thinking, like, if I just didn't decide, hmm, let me eat 12 pierogies, maybe I wouldn't have gone through that pain. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> what's a <laughs> what's a 44 year old, 270 pound man going to do at 2 o'clock in the morning when he's hungry, you know?
2: 98 pierogies with a little bay
0: seasoning and sour cream. That <laughs> fucking sounded good, and it was good. Although the – there's such a huge difference in unsalted and salted butter. It's just so funny. I didn't have any salted, so I just – I used my – the unsalted, and it was a little off. Yeah, I only use salted butter. Normally, I I, I don't know why that unsalted is in there. I really don't know why.
2: There's baking – there's baking stuff that calls for unsalted. It's probably – Right,
0: but it's just because they add salt in the recipe. It's like if yeah, you make your right. it's like when you're making holiday sauce at home, right? Yeah. If you're making your homemade holiday sauce, if you're using salted butter, do not add any more salt in the holiday sauce. Do not. Yeah,
2: well, I mean Yeah, I'm salt to taste, I guess, but uh that checks out. Salted crackers. No, I percent you can blame that unsalted uh <laughs> that unsalted butter on uh,
0: Nah, I'm going to go with that. It's just, you know, I felt, you know, I felt good. Felt like it was going to be delicious. I was really looking forward to like, oh, yeah, the Dinkus Day is coming up. I got, I mean, I had a whole freezer full of uh, pierogies just ready to go for <laughs> Dinkus Day on Monday. And I never did pull them out because I was just so scarred emotionally uh, from, <laughs> from the other night. Yeah. Like, like that that tore me, I mean, I was done for. I thought I was done. Yeah, I'm well, we're glad
1: you're still here, man. Holy
0: cow. I'm glad you're here. here. And, you know, of you all know, the thing, of all the things I have going on, you know, MRIs on my brain, cats, all this shit going on. The thing they did you in fucking pierogies. And I mean, and it, would be, it would make <laughs> you
1: Joshua, if you would permit me, I am a former journalist and sometimes practicing um, journalist on one foot down. I would love to write your obit if you ever die of pierogies. Um, you I, know, I could make that pretty special.
2: It'd be a great obit, especially I, on this day <laughs> to die on Dingus day of pierogies
0: would have been a pierogies pierogies. <laughs> and for someone who, who just learned about dingus day, what like five, six years ago was the first time I ever even heard of it. Married to a Polish person. Yeah. For how many years? I'm like, I was I was in <laughs> shock and in disgust and horror that her family i this was never discussed with me. I didn't know anything about it. Why the fuck would <laughs> I? They, they didn't know it. they didn't know anything about the Feast of the Seven Fishes. You know what I mean? So your, I mean I explained it. Eventual death from unsalted butter
2: and pierogies on diggest day. Your obituary needs to be like
1: cause of death and then just the follow so Joshua, would you say you prefer pierogi detonation or pierogi pop for the alliteration? <laughs> oh, you know me, alliteration always. Pierogi pop and Dingus
0: Day. I mean, it's got it's got a certain rhythm to it for sure. Ooh, so. ooh, that could be that's a folk song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we could uh, you know you could send it to Ben Harper or something. Posthumous pop from
2: pierogies on Dingus Day.
0: Uh, send it to those uh to those uh, cowboy twins. Uh, uh, singing um, about it's about the murder. Like Who, the, the that, oh, the Abbott brothers. The Abbott brothers. They can sing yeah. about it. It's like that uh, TikTok of the
1: guys. Like, why is every British um, indie rock band just like the shittiest combination of words nowadays? Hi, we're <laughs> a hi, pierogi uh, pop, and this is our song, Dingus Day. <laughs> listen, I'd listen to it. I'd listen. Do it. <laughs> Dude, I, if, if I knew how to play an instrument, we could play fast enough Pop tomorrow. It, we'd have pierogi Pop T-shirts. <laughs> um, I can't wait to see like pierogies with musical instruments in their hands, like California raisins. I mean, the,
2: the thing is, is if your name is pierogi Pop and you're a pierogi, uh, and that's your name, and you're an indie rock band, you got to have a shtick, sort of like uh, um, you got to have an accordion, right? Cause, like with Mumford and Sons with the banjo, except you got that yeah. accordion,
0: yeah. Absolutely. it's it's people are automatically going to assume oh they're playing some polka shit or this yeah, is some kind a, of
1: like if you're not playing polka yeah. once every five songs you're probably not doing it yeah
2: right. you got to go with weird al and have like well a, you
0: like don't. Uh, you, you could do like kind of like what uh, what corn does a little bit and just throw it in a bagpipe thing here and there you don't have to like make it a major part of you but it's definitely like a a, a small signature right how about a klezmer are you done with a klezmer <laughs> i don't even know what the fuck that
1: is a klezmer, a klezmer. I don't know what that is. Um, I mean, how would I explain this? Um, <coughs> I don't know. How would you do <coughs> that? <coughs> it's like a Jewish folk music. Um, am I doing it like I, it's? I mean, there's. It's like they are play with violins and tambourines. Oh,
0: oh yeah, I'll be. I'd be down. You know, I know what you're talking about. I'd be down with that. Yeah.
1: Like, hey, um, fuck yeah, you can throw a clarinet in there. Uh, maybe a dulcimer. Anyways, throw a
0: dulcimer in there. Throw, You know what? Throw it all in there. What the hell was the? What was that? God damn it. What's that band? Uh, the dude was just rocking out in the flute. Uh, Jeff Call. Like <laughs> Ian Anderson. Jeff Thank, yeah. yeah. Thank you, dude. Jeff Thank you. Thank
1: you. Have I I ever told you my theory about how a song can never be bad if it has one of three components in it? Have I ever told you about this? No, no. There's no pop song that was ever bad that had either um, mandolin, Uh hand clap or uh, marching bands.
2: Uh, hand clap and it, by Fitz in the Tantrum. Uh, yeah. You have the uh, the Maple Land oh, and ant- Take It All Back by Judah and the Lion. Uh, yeah, there's some. There's what was the, the third? There's a lot one? of great
1: hand clap songs. Uh, the format, the first single, that's a great song. What's it? What was the third? The third thing that can't fail? A uh, marching bands. Do you know uh, J C Chaz's from uh, from Insyncs? Blowing NSYNC. me up with your love.
2: I, what about a Black Parade?
1: A uh, oh, Black Parade, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah.
2: Um,
1: uh, Beyonce had one. Marching. What if just about love. well? I mean, you can go wrong with some more. I mean, stuff, look, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say something that's a little bit sacrilegious for this podcast, but I love uh-oh. the USC marching band playing no. "Tusk" and "Don't Stop" from Fleetwood Max to dance.
2: They only play one song.
1: No, they play "Tusk" too. Well,
0: what I love about Don't stop. I mean, it's not really sacrilegious because I've I've I know I've said it before. I love the SC band. I mean, I love hearing them play their bullshit. And uh, us nope. play our bullshit because that's college. That sounds like college football out on the field. It's yeah. the one time. It's the one game where I'm just like, I w- just jumbotron shut the fuck up for a minute. Also <laughs> the new pettiness of Notre Dame to just blast out, turn down for water or whatever. When SC now, starts to play where is they play. Also, the, is also my favorite. The six Flags song, the,
2: the six flags dancing guy song. Now, 2016 ruined, uh, the USC fight song for me because it just kept playing. And it was, it was, it was, it was it all through the
0: TV pretty clear.
1: <laughs> it was clear as day. I was listening to a radio broadcast where they must've mic it right next to the USC band. And it was one of the years in which we were just struggling through it. Maybe 2003. And it was just, oh, yeah. I was blank. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, it was raw. No, I, or,
0: no, I will. I have no, no problem July. admitting that when, when July and August hits, uh, and I'm and I'm pulling up to the loop, uh, I I'll have uh, I have one of SC's fucking I'll have the SC song blasting, and then I'll have Rick Samalo blasting right after that or something like that. Just kind of gets me, gets the juices flowing. You know, I don't know. I mean, am I a guy who like who needs to be slapped in the face? Yes. So slap I mean, me in the face, baby
1: that was a big, that was a big deal. Like I know we did it in Dylan. I'm sure every probably male dorm did it. Like the Saturday of the game, it didn't matter what time the game kicked off, you know, 8am. Somebody was, was got the, you know, uh, the latest and greatest marching band <coughs> album and they were playing it as loud as humanly possible.
3: Fuck
1: and it yeah. was just like, and Hey, it was great. W-
0: what great timing. Cause today while we're still recording this, is the 115th birthday of the Victory March.
3: That's awesome.
2: Unquestionably you know. and unbiasedly, the best of all fight songs. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I don't think – I mean there's, is, there's people who want to debate it, but they can pull – here's the thing that I like about the Victory March different than something like Fight On or The Victors – is they play the same piece of the victors right it's the same And USC just does the the same thing for the for the um, you know fight on but you can pull like four different parts of the victory March and they do uh, to play like obviously you can do the you know um, cheer cheer for old Notre Dame, but you can also do like, uh, the old NBC intro song where like they, they did the, the beginning part of it. Um, there's more you can pull from the victory March, which makes it really good, um, for promotional purposes.
1: Yeah. If if you don't mind, I I just want to read you a little bit of, um, from from Murray Sperber's, uh, book that I'm currently slowly working my way through, um, basically, he has this little passage in here uh, from from Shake Down the Thunder, where he talks about uh, the brothers Michael Michael and John Shea, who wrote the um, the Victory March, right? And uh, basically, it got a rearrangement of a tempo in the of a tempo in the 1920s. And then Michael told the Scholastic in the 1930s 1935, that he was greatly surprised by the March's staying power because he considered it very amateurish. Huh
0: wow wow <clears throat> um i mean that's that that'd be a, that's a bold comment from anybody like if you said take your top 10 uh fight songs from around the country and you if you would say any of those top 10 were amateurish that's a bold statement
1: yeah and it's funny that, that's when,
0: uh that's americana
1: when he died five years later the guy who gave the eulogy at his funeral said um, he more than any other student of his time caught in his soul that indefinable but inspirational something that has been celebrated all through the throughout the nation and been characterized as the spirit of Notre Dame. Which I think is actually a really apt description of that song.
0: You know what? As long as they don't put that shit on the fucking shirt, I'm cool with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, they,
2: I
1: was gonna
0: say, <laughs> I hope you're not I hope you're not
1: <laughs> last time we tried to bottle, uh,
0: the last thing we
1: last time we tried to bottle some spirit, it did not go very well.
0: You know what they should put on on this uh this year's the shirt uh pierogi pop. We're about to find out.
1: Too. Absolutely, Brendan. I don't make many requests of you, I don't think. Yeah, I would like a pierogi pop t-shirt. Can you make a design and um I'll gladly pay for the um, the Brazel store to print one for
0: me. Yeah, we need we need to get a store we need to get a store opens. Uh, cause apparently my breaking tea and I didn't know I had a, uh, I didn't know we had an affiliate with, uh, Hobbage uh, all these years. Whoa. <laughs> uh, whoops. <laughs> yeah. That, th- those are over with, uh, so, uh, which kind of sucks. I didn't even know about the homage one. Uh, but, um, yeah, we need to get a store going cause, uh, I think there's some good shit here. <laughs> I'd buy a pierogi pop t-shirt right now. I ain't got a lot.
1: I'm, I'm literally on a, I'm I'm a, literally a cute drama meme right now. I'm waving my money in Brennan's face and saying, shut up and take it.
3: Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I I almost
1: get,
2: I'm almost sure we can get, i almost sure we can put together some pro East. Some...
0: At the, at the very least, we need to open up a store so we could get those uh, 2022 ACC champion shirts out because there was a very sad Notre Dame student. Who, who thought those shirts were coming. Aww. And she, uh, yeah. she was, she was planning on getting those for her family for Christmas. And I had to be like, no, we're, we're terrible procrastinators. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. <Yikes. laughs> uh, shit. so we, we got to quit saying we're going to make t-shirts and not make t-shirts.
2: Just make, we should probably make the t-shirt. Oh, better, yeah. <clears throat> no, people
0: should, people should just, people should just like, uh, Take it with a grain of salt. I said, we say we're going to make a progy pop shirt. Be excited when they come out. <laughs> Don't ask me about them. Let's be excited when they come out. Uh, speaking of the people, gentlemen, uh, I got some reviews. Whoa. Let's do it. Just a reminder, get on over to Apple podcasts, leave a rating, leave a review. Any review that you leave, we will read word for word on the next earned five-star podcast. And as always, what kind of special earned five stars are we looking for, Brendan? All right, Thanks. hold up.
2: So, so I've been thinking about this uh, long and hard um, okay. over the last couple of days, mostly because um, you know I've been thinking about this is not natural. Hooper. Well, I've been thinking about Henan Hooker, right? And he's probably not going to be a first round pick. Uh, the reason no. he's not going to be a first round pick is because he's twenty seven years old. And well, who is going to draft and who should draft a 27 How many service? Where, missions what round did Chris,
0: what round did Chris Winkie go in?
2: Well, I mean, Brandon Whedon went in the first round too, but, but teams should understand that you should not be drafting old men as your, as, as a first round pick to sit behind theoretically, because then you're not playing old, until they're Sam Hartman. Is well, I've been like 20, ah, isn't he like 24. That's the, that's the dig here. so, if Sam Hartman balls out, according to Jude's logic, he cannot be an earned five-star, according to Jude, if he does not go in the first round. Jude, That's That's I need a good. ruling here. Can he still earn a five-star even if he's too old to go in the first round?
1: Is there such a thing as too old to go in the first Wait. round?
2: I I think NFL – I think Brandon Weed burned that bridge for a lot of folks. Uh. But – I mean, is he is he too old to go in the first round? Maybe, but if he doesn't go in the first round because they cite his age, does that then mean he can't be an earned five star? Jude, here's here's what I would
1: say. There is the strict literal definition of what a five star is, and then there's Which is bullshit. Then there <laughs> then there is the um, former OFD Pod definition of what an earned five star is. Right? Yes. Well, I can stick to the literal definition and die on this hill alone with my roast beef sandwich in my hand. And you will. I can, I can also get with the times and say, if you have a five-star season and you meet certain accolades, which I think we could easily define, even if you don't go in the first round, you have earned your five stars.
2: So we're looking for
1: an earned same Hartman five-star. There you go.
0: All right. Uh, well, I have. First of all, I have an update, gentlemen, on a review from last week. Oh wow! Uh, Turn around. The, the pettiness. The pettiness man. Oh okay. Uh, he changed his four-star ranking after we read uh, and discussed his review. Okay, up or down? <laughs> up. All Surprisingly, right. it went to a five-star. I can't. I mean, I. I thought he gave a warning about uh, like dismissing his comment, and I felt like we kind of dismissed it. Like that's some bullshit because we don't really do that. Um, uh, we we must have explained it well enough. He changed it. Well, to a you five also five.
1: had you also made a, <clears throat> a comment at the end, and I'm sure he listened all the way to the end, where you just said, "Look, we're you were called a other, plagiarist." <laughs> we no, we were going to keep other. <laughs> other <laughs> And you know what? That's better for – that's better for the ecosystem, right? It is better for the
2: ecosystem. We, there needs to be less infighting. Um, you know, already already Notre Dame's beat doesn't, <clears throat> have, doesn't do enough favors to to Notre Dame.
0: I mean, so. I mean, – I, I mean, I don't mind the fighting. <laughs> 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 but, uh, I mean, I know some people are just it, – it makes it a big deal for them. I just think it's funny. Either way, appreciate him going back and changing to five stars. Uh, JD Irish, uh, double Oh five exclamation point. Uh, thanks. So appreciate that. Uh, got one here from team a incorporated, uh, dem boys, five stars. All right. Glad I found this podcast. I enjoy listening to friends, just talking ball and life. I couldn't t- take the obnoxious guy on the other podcast. Anymore. So this and hit and hustle have filled my Notre Dame needs. Hey, Oh, love hit and hustle. He didn't say, he he didn't say a name. Big fan. I don't care. We're keeping,
1: we're keeping all obnoxiousness uh, out of this podcast. We invite on Greg co-star of the hit and hustle. And you know what? Whatever. I
0: I found Greg's enemy today on Facebook.
1: I've got a bunch of questions about living in Canada. I'm happy to talk to Jamie about, about uh, football and Canada. And whatever else Jamie uh, wants to talk about.
2: He can talk about his love of uh, Pittsburgh sports.
0: There you go. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, and uh, so one more tonight. Uh, because I think Oscar really likes to make, uh, make me look like a fucking idiot. Um, so got another <laughs> one here. Five stars from gone in 2059. <clears throat> How does he keep getting away uh, with this? He can't. Oh, no, I, you know, wait, so I, I'm gonna give a funny admission here. Uh I was going to copy and paste this and get the exact pronunciations down to like blow his fucking mind this time around, right? Uh but on the podcast app, it doesn't let you copy the text on the reviews. Like I can't just like copy it oh you'd have to. and so i didn't i'm definitely not going to Yeah. i'm definitely not just going to type shit now and that's just too much work uh <laughs> <laughs> so so i didn't so uh because i'm lazy uh i'm going to sound like a fucking moron one more time so here we go uh cinco estrellas recrean trabajo las cinco estrellas se obtienen uh, uh, a travis del trabador or do La determination e el desarrollo del talento natural. No te desc- descopones bajo presión. Traba en tu deporte y diario es importante el tra- su plan de hoyo. Lucha por la cinta azul e la medalla, or medalla de oro. Simplemente no te descopones. That's it.
3: So Joshua, have you now, ever considered now, now, inviting Oscar onto our
1: podcast for a for a 5-minute window in which he just reads his own review?
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Maybe I should. But I, I did want to I did want to state that um, we before we uh, recorded tonight, uh Jude and Brennan and I were talking about uh the future of the Earn 5-star podcast and how we might do some things. Um, and one of them might be Maybe we might go to video and put on YouTube, uh, which would have been good in this situation, because I was waving my fucking finger and hand around like I was a third, like I was what's uh, uh, this nuts down in Chile, uh, just fucking going nuts on there. So I could be a uh, like I was on a on a balcony somewhere in Santiago. Uh, anyways. I love it. Wish I had the mustache for it. Thank you, Oscar, for the review. Thank you. Thank you. And again, reminder everybody be a part of the show. Be a part of the lifestyle. Be a part of the lore uh and the legends that is the earn five star podcast. And leave those ratings, leave those reviews. We will read these these bad boys word for word in whatever fucking language, I guess. All right. So there is no Notre Dame news. There's none. Which is fantastic. No, it's
2: just—it's
0: just, it's just uh, no, there's
2: not. I mean, are are we just gonna gloss over the fact about um, Audrick Astame's interview and how he's he's reduced no. himself to eating raising cane eating canes only uh, what
0: I mean <laughs> once a week once instead a week. of every every day. <laughs> I do like the fact that canes is the problem, and instead of like cutting it out completely, Audrick's like. No, nah, we're just. Well, he, look, <laughs> it's just week. like it's like
1: quitting smoking or anything. You know, you, you can go cold turkey, but it's a lot harder. You could, you should just wean yourself, right? I mean, I think that's pretty, that's pretty admirable
0: that he got down to one time a week. Well, I mean, hell, I mean dude, a week. I'm 44 years old. I started smoking when I was 13. I quit smoking, quote unquote, quit when I was 29, um, while my wife was pregnant with our first kid. My wife. Uh, and then cold Turkey, but then three months later, and I've always, I've always chewed and dipped like, uh, playing softball or basketball, uh, actually really just playing any sport <laughs> in high school. I had to chew in, uh, <laughs> in football, uh, but, uh, and now I've, but since age 30, so for the last 14 years, I've been, uh, have been a dipper and all because, Cold turkey is the only way to go. If you just allow yourself, like, you know what, I could have uh, just a couple dips a week. Nah, dude, you're you're going on back to a can, can and half a day happen. It's it's, it's science. So hopefully, hopefully, Audrick beats the odds and uh, and only
1: eats at canes once a week. So I think what I heard you say is that you can tell the difference between a big and little dipper. <laughs>
0: Actually, I can. I indeed, I can. I, uh, I, find
2: it no- that- I find it notable, though, in that in our off discussions about Audrey Gatima cutting weight and whether or not that would impact his running ability and running style. And I think if he's cutting out bad foods and cutting out bad weight, that doesn't that's not the same thing as like, you know, saying he's going vegan in transforming his entire diet. I I think, I think that that's pretty, which was my
0: fear. Remember that was, that was your fear.
2: And I think that that I I instantly.
0: Yeah. I think that that I I went to the DMS. I went to the DMS on fire. Like I was worried for the soul of Audrey Guestamay. I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't like, I don't like successful, successful players. Like transform changing, you know, changing or transforming what they do. Like what what has made you successful is what you have been. You just need to tweak it. And this didn't feel like a tweak, cause his body like there's a giant difference. And what what makes Audre Casteme so fucking good? It's the fact that you can't He's take strong. him down. It is hard to take he is strong runner. Like he is a power back and yeah, he has crazy. quick feet. So I was worried that we were taking out the fun like The fun, brutal Audric. No, no one would accuse him that, right? You still look at him and it's like, he's a fucking tank. Look at his arms. But yeah, but I was still worried that, all right, if he's, if he's doing this, is he, is that just like what he performed? Like, is he going to try to decide, oh, I want to cut, I want to bounce it out instead of cutting this thing inside and running this fucking guy over? Because when people do that, that those body changes, they think they can do other things. Chris right. Tyree, Chris Tyree, you know, yeah, he, uh, he, he increased the size of his legs twofold over an off season, and he thought he could run, run inside, and he cannot. <laughs> you he know? cannot any lost
2: mean, speed from from doing it as well. Exactly. And, well, and, exactly. and one of the things with with Audric too, um, in that same interview that he had, and all the major publications have it. You can go to ISD, you can go to, Arch Illustrated. Everybody's everybody's got the uh it's on not, YouTube. Um not OFD because uh we're taking the spring off. Fuck it. <laughs> right. But but he said that one that, one of the things that should excite you too and that he highlighted is he wants to be a more decisive runner, more of a one cut, which would speak more towards your yes. theory of like he's willing to just bang. Like I, I've always made like one cut runners are the best kind of runners because they don't dance. It's fine for high school, but when you get to the higher levels of the sport, you need to be decisive in your running unless you're, you know, I think which is is why a guy like running backs, right? (laughs) Levy bell ruined running backs for like an entire generation because everybody thought that they could just do the Levy bell where you just sort of like wait and then make your, make your moves but Le'Veon Bell was like generational uh, in that. And that Le'Veon Bell's thing only lasted for about three years. If we want to be honest, look what he did post dealers. If,
0: if you want to think about like, like one cut and go backs, like one of the, one of my favorite examples is a guy who was never supposed to be a running back at Notre Dame. Uh, and it ended up being like a, a, a CJ process. CJ process. Yeah. was never supposed was, to be a running back at Notre Dame. He came in as a safety, did a little wide receiver, turned him into a running back. And the best thing, you know, f- this dude that has all the speed, the best thing about him was that he took one cut and was fucking gone. Like that season you took if, if pro size doesn't get hurt multiple yeah. times that season, that he, he would be threat. He would be threatening for like a season. T- I mean, it, he really fucking racked up the yards in a hurry in a short time. I can't remember what his. Uh, as yards per carry was, I, I know it was, it was, you know, pretty high, but anyways, that's, that's what one cut and go can get you. I mean, this is a guy who wasn't even a natural running back and it wasn't supposed to be running back, but if you stick with that style and if you have enough explosion off that cut, you can be a very successful estimate has that explosion. We've seen, we've already seen the explosion. If there's more to that now uh, to go along with the fact that he's so strong, he can, you know, carry a couple guys and run them over. Uh, he's, I think, I mean, he really could be in for a big year. Logan Diggs is in a little bit of trouble because he's has a hurt, you know, hurt this yeah. off season right now, isn't doing a whole lot. Now realizing that they're going to use multiple, here's the thing though. They're going to use three, four backs this season, like without question. Right. Right. Like Diggs is going to definitely get his carries. Um, Janarian Price. Jeremiah Love shows up in June. Jeremiah Love could show up as a freshman and just be like the next, you know, he could be the next Ricky Waters. They're and saying nice, of, nice things it, are being said about Payne too, J. Brian Payne. Yeah. Instead of instead of being Lou Holtz and fucking Ricky Waters over for his collegiate career and screwing him out of a Heisman. You know, maybe these, maybe we don't do that to Jeremiah Love. Uh, so. There's, there's a lot of carries there for other backs in a year where you're bringing in a elite quarterback <laughs> to get you the yards of the air. So this is going to be – it's going to be like one of those uh, – this could be a huge – This in other systems, this could be like a 14 1,500-yard season for estimate. Like, no shit. Like, it's, it looks like it could be – especially with their line. But because of the way – Everything's going to operate with with the offense and with the multiple backs that we have that we don't need to like ride estimate Till he's dead. You know, if he gets to a thousand yards, uh, it would be an absolute stellar, stellar season.
2: Uh, just to 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 circle back to C. J. Procyse, he took over for Terry and Fulston in the Texas game, right? And he went for twenty yeah. and ninety eight in the game, uh, and then he went one fifty five, one ninety eight one forty nine and then in the monsoon against or I guess in the hurricane against Clemson, then he ran him fifteen times for
0: fifty and I mean basically after quarter, the he was not in well, that actor venables had Venable's entire game plan revolved around pro size. right if I remember that right and uh, then coming out of that after that after that game it was it was it was coming out the like their major part of Clemson's defensive game plan was shutting down ProSize. he didn't do it he had that what one he Had one reception that was big in that game. And then it was just like he nothing. didn't have the. Re- yeah. like he, he might have had like a 50, 60 yard reception. I mean, he had over 100 all-purpose yards. Uh, but. And then against the the rest- greatest
2: the greatest Navy team of the last 60 years, he went for 129 against USC. He went for 143. Got hurt. And then it was against Temple, 25, 28. Didn't play against Wake. Um, yeah, came back against Boston College for 54. Didn't play against Stanford, and then didn't play you know, against Ohio State. So he essentially had a thousand then, yards halfway through the
0: season. And Not he even just essentially, sh- and a thousand yards. Halfway it was through such a good season. season. It was such a good season that they used him in the television ads.
2: They did, <laughs> where he was running through all the stuff. Yeah,
0: he was very. You
2: know, I think they used him because he ran so upright that you could very easily see, see, <laughs> his see number.
0: Him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he had a, kind of like a kind of an Eddie George st- type of running style. Yeah, he, uh,
2: fla- he flashed it, um, in Seattle, but he just, I mean, the injuries caught up to him. The injury, like six, one like yeah. running upright like that. I mean, you're just, you're doomed.
0: Listen, if CJ, if CJ pro size could have finished off that season without all the injuries, that's a three-star guy. That's an earned five-star player.
2: Yeah. I mean, you're probably, yeah, for sure. It, it's six-one, and you don't have the injuries like that. Um, yeah, you just, uh, there's, there's not a lot of guys who have that body type that are able to, to make it through, um, you know, make it through a season. Um, you know, anybody, running back's over six foot. I mean, look at Brandon Jacobs had one of the most phenomenal runs of NFL running backs that I've ever seen. Um in that Super upright. Bowl year. But I mean he was Josh six Adams four, six, 6'4 and upright and you just you're doomed.
0: Yeah. Josh Adams, another uh upright runner. Yeah. Who's now uh Josh Adams is uh an analyst down at Vanderbilt for oh, spe- week.
2: Speaking of analysts, um uh <laughs> hero of the Michigan game,
0: uh Amir Carlisle what? is coming home. Oh yeah, I thought you were I thought you were going to talk about uh, somebody yeah, else out Sol- west. Solarbot <laughs> Twitter oh, yeah. account
1: is back again.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we're not talking about like yeah. Yeah, USC uh, hiring an analyst. Uh that that was fun. Do
3: you, do, you uh, have any, tweet, do you have any strong thoughts? Uh,
0: Jude, what what was your what was your tweet
3: about so, uh about Cliff?
1: So our boy uh, Hank a- Asaf decided to uh, to go off, and it had, I thought it had a pretty funny tweet. It said it's cool to see Cliff Kingsbury accepting a, a big challenge like teaching Caleb Williams how to be good at quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and I just said I love the absolute swag of this tweet. Um, even if admittedly Caleb Williams ran the Irish around in Southern California last November, I said well, he rocketed side. the top of my villains list, one foot down villains list, and remains there because I am petty and I will be petty against him for the rest of my life.
2: You don't like his nail polish, Jude? <laughs> I, Fucking their name, nail polish?
1: I did, I did not like the cut of his jib.
2: Nah, I did not like the cut of his
1: and, jib. Uh, well, s- if he had, if he, he couldn't have been more hated by me if he had raised a shillelagh and gotten his picture taken uh, and, uh, <laughs> during that. Of Carson Carson in the Field 20- that.
0: The only picture you see of it for 20 years. Yeah. Well, speaking of villains, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to villains. Part five. We had something else in mind tonight, uh, but then uh, very, very smartly, uh, I decided this seems too complicated uh, for the normal like, hey, guys, we're going to do this. So figure it out you while we're talking. You would
2: have to have given us a little bit of notice. Like I, I was yeah. able to spin together a villains list pretty quick. The other one, yeah, but, I would have been like, Josh, Josh, what what are you doing to me, bud? <laughs> yeah, is that, like that's a research project.
0: Uh, well, I I realized I realized the error and uh, and said, okay, all right, we got a week, we got a week to do the next one. So, anyways, tonight it's all about villain villains, uh, and we are specifically talking about. Notre Dame villains in 2023, like our upcoming season, the upcoming season, not just our season. Like this, as many of you know, our villains list does not just pertain to uh, opposing coaches, opposing players, uh, opposing fan bases that on the schedule, there could be all sorts of different kinds of villains for whatever fucking reason throughout the season. And so um, tonight we are going to, we're gonna put on our, our best uh, Nostradamus hat, uh, or whatever the hell Nostradamus wore. I, I'm guessing it wasn't underwear underneath those robes. Um, and we're gonna tell you who uh, we're gonna we're gonna let you know ahead of time who the villains of 2023 are going to be.
3: I'm ready. I'm ready.
0: It's what we do best. It's what we do best. All right. Well, if you're ready, Brendan. Yeah, then you could throw out the first villain. Oh, I got I got the first villain. You got Pitt. You got
2: pit You got Carte. Blanche. I got Chick. I got Carte Blanche. And here's the thing about my villain is I have Carte Blanche. I have a ton of villains on my list. I don't think any of you guys are taking this one, and I just want to put this one out first because this is my first villain, and this is first villain. Like, I'm sorry, Tim Priester, but this is my first villain. Fucking Casey Philkins is my first villain. <laughs> and it's not for anything that this piece of shit did on the field because he ran 32 <laughs> points for 91 yards at 2.8 yards per clip. But the lead up to the Stanford game at the end of the season, if I have to hear a single nice thing said about Casey Filkins leading into this game, even hard. He the jaggiest of Jag performances, uh, Was it even Jagworthy? worthy? I mean, I, I mean 8, who couldn't run for 2.8 yards per carry in a football game?
0: Like, I mean, I'd have a hard time reaching that, but I mean, I'm a 44 year old man who has no legs anymore. I mean, my, my, literally my feet are torn at I 21 years that. old.
2: I'd like to think that, well, maybe not 32 times because I think I would die after about 10. Uh, but, <laughs> But I mean, you know, you put me in a in a in a a solid workout regimen. You know, you give me that body by Bayless. I could run the ball thirty two times for ninety one yards with a body by Bayless. If 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 my if my part time job was to work out. Every day, I think I could run for two point eight yards per carry. And
0: to hear especially the, when the opposing front seven is just uh it's just Olaine. Brendan, you are you are giving me the
1: vibes of the guys who were tweeting at Katie Nolan saying that they could run a faster forty than the, the dudes in the combine.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. Because the dudes I couldn't run faster than the, the dudes of the forty. You know, maybe if I had no right. name
1: let, have, you got, a- have you ever gotten hit in an organized football game above high school level? Uh, above high school level, no. Okay, so but don't, I'm saying, but don't you're think saying it's that the first time that you get hit and tackled, you no, will no, no, not no. need to get up and do it again. Twenty eight. That more was times. that
2: was my not, caveat.
1: That not in this day and comment. age. Not in that this was day and my age. My
2: caveat when I said you put me in a body by bayless program for about five. Where, if my part time job was to lift weights. For five six months i think i could run 32 times for 91 yards right. i think i could i think i could pound my i have the mental fortitude to pound my dick in the drawer 32 <laughs> times to get 2.8 <laughs>
1: yards I think, I think you would have a josh anderson type career at notre dame you know what a josh anderson type career at notre dame is first run is for one yard second run is for negative one yards uh, i
2: think i, I, think, believe I think,
1: I believe he has a career total of zero rushing yards on two attempts.
2: I think if you gave it to me 32 times, I could get 91 yards. If you right. gave me, if you gave, if you let Matt, Ball- Matt Bayless hold me in his system for six months, I think I could get 2.8 yards per carry. Right. Josh
0: it, Anderson was the model for the 2015, uh, Shamrock series uniforms. Yeah, absolutely. Was good call. He was. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I could do it
2: 2.8 yards per carry and the accolades that he got after that game. I just wanted to just smash my headphones and just snap them. Like Gus Frayn walking back into <clears throat> Los Polos Hermanos, snapping that cell phone in half. I just wanted to snap my cell phone in half when I had to hear any nice things said about Casey Filkins. <laughs> and if I leading up to that week, he's going to suck ass in the game. But leading up that week, when I hear people talk about nice things about Casey Filkins, he's going
3: to be a villain for me. Sorry, Casey. All right.
0: Okay. I got one. I, I mean, I like it because it's petty. dude. what? I got one for you. Say it. Get it out. Gonna, get it out there.
1: It, it's going to be controversial. Father Jenkins. Okay.
0: All right. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Why why is this controversial? <laughs>
1: <laughs> because this is, I mean, I, I guess I could have gone Jack Swarbrick here, but I think it's father Jenkins led. And so then I'm going to put the blame at his feet. Um, I absolutely hate the addition of Tennessee state to the, to the schedule. Yeah. Um, it's not as much about the FCS. It is more about the fact that we do not need as a university to put Eddie George over on anything. Okay. If Ohio state wants to pump up Eddie George and his ridiculous program, um, and their, their lack of a winning season in the last, what, six years. Um, One of they the can, worst in the in the HBCU. Yeah, they can do that. And why are we doing that? Because we have been trotting out the same now really corny picture of Father Hesper holding hands with Martin Luther King for the last 50 years. And then trotting out the two or three-year-old video of Dale and Hayes speaking at a Juneteenth rally for the last three years. And, bef- and, that, and, that and before
0: uh, you want to go hating on Jude for this – Trust me when I say, many people, African-Americans, alums especially, are very fucking tired of them just trotting out the old picture of Hesburg and MLK. Dylan yeah. Hayes, who was just mentioned, is one of them. And I, and I said this when it was announced,
1: but I, and so I'm repeating myself. But we are not going to convince anyone that Notre Dame is more committed to diversity because we play Tennessee State. Their, their number of, att- of admitted white students is still way too high. Their commitment to high. diversity is just on paper and does not really exist in, in reality. And and
0: frankly – I mean did you see the running of do the do gingers, a, Jude? There's still that? too many goddamn gingers in <laughs> Notre Dame. I mean – I
2: have a ginger as a daughter. I hope she attends Notre
1: Dame.
0: Hey, she's got a leg up. She's got a leg mean, up. She's, she's quite
1: – Quite white, so you uh, got that going for you. Um, it's look, your name, Katie. You know, I wish we had sold more copies of Black Domers because um, we have come farther than we were in 1969 when the when the gentleman who uh, who co-wrote that book um, were attending school. But having said that, um, it's still not out of the ordinary for uh, a black. A student at Notre Dame to be asked which which uh, athletic team that they're a part of, right? And uh, there's a reason why that stereotype is so prevalent, right? It's because there are not there's not enough commitment to diversity, and simply going out on NBC and saying, "Hey, look at us! We brought an HBCU school to our university, and we let their marching band play at halftime," doesn't make the problems go away. It's just literally just like virtual virtue signaling at its absolute worst. And I hate it. I just hate, hate, hate it. And again, nothing against the fact that they're a a black university. I I think that there are ways in which we could do this in a more significant way, but literally paying them a million dollars for good publicity is just, it's just insane. So I do hate this decision. Um, I really, I thought it was in, inevitable that we were going to play an FCS team. Um, I don't love that Eddie George coaches this team. You know, I would much rather have done this with a Notre Dame alum um, if there ever was one that coached an FCS or some type of
0: th- Or some type of ties. Yeah, some type of ties. Not, not Eddie George, uh, who's fucking flat out owned Notre Dame. Uh, <laughs> you know, and again, you know. In the end sure of the season where Ohio State know, comes Marcus, back to Marcus this.
1: Marcus involved. I'm sure Jack Swarbrick's involved. I think everyone pr- probably had really great intentions, but if nothing changes, then we've accomplished nothing. All we've done is said, look at us. It's the equivalent of the Hesburg photo. Look at us. We're holding hands with the yeah. prominent black people like go us, you know?
0: And so and on a much more pr- practical level, I just think it's, it's a, it's just another shitty fucking home game, which are we are having far too many of. Like this season, we get Ohio State and SC inside Notre Dame Stadium, and that's cool, right? Like very cool. But I mean, Tennessee State, Central, Pitt. wait hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Pitt's a and vibe. you and you, that, that, and that's you a, took that's a little r. And you took. We'll we'll get to. We'll, I'm sure we'll talk about Pitt at some point
3: here.
0: Why? And you (laughs) took a home game. You took a home game and was stuck in it over in Ireland. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I I just, I, I just felt there was better options to have here. Um, you know, the run up to Ohio state, like going Tennessee state, NC state, central Michigan. Okay. But that's just, it's very, look, I want to like just absolutely destroy Michigan for their bullshit scheduling last season and this season. And it's hard to do that when you start off with Navy, the Tennessee State, NC State, which we – I don't know. Some people think would be an elite tier, right, Jude, last year? Uh, and hey, Central.
1: they
2: got a Armstrong.
0: in arm, uh, I'm, Mistakes were made. Mistakes
2: were made. Yeah, mistakes I were made. I, listen, I'm not going to sleep on NC State. And when we start looking at the season preview, uh, you know, so I'm not sleeping
0: on NC so State. So when you say – when you're villainizing Jenkins – to me, it's more of a villainizing of shit I've been talking about for the last couple months is villainizing Jenkins and Swarbrick. This combination of what the hell are we doing here? And, you know, which is, you know, this has led me down the, you know, the, the anti ACC path that I've been on. Like I am completely fed up with our schedule and the way it looks and in the future and the way it looks, I'm just, I hate it. I fucking hate it. I love it. And if any if anything was going to put me in a in the let's join the Big Ten category, this is it. This is having to play Duke and Wake Forest and Stanford and Navy, and Louisville. This is the, like I would rather play fucking Iowa and Indiana and Illinois than I mean you know I mean. Than that lot. Oh, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up, <clears throat> hold up. For what I mean, listen, our two, listen, our two biggest games this year, no, no, no. question, are Ohio State and USC, uh, uh, who, uh, a, which is, up. which is uh, Big Ten games. No, 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 in no, no, no. Hold games. up, you have you
2: not well for counting USC as Big Ten. All right, fine, but yeah. you're yeah. also going. Well, you have to, bro. <clears throat> not yet. But you're also going to Death Valley in November. Sure you can. You're also going to Death Valley in November. You have a schedule that that has Ohio State, USC, and Clemson on it. I'm fine with having cupcakes when your schedule has
0: USC. It's it's not just cupcakes, Brendan. Ohio State. It's not just how good they are. It is the fact that these are – these are boring ass cupcakes. These are bland fucking cupcakes. That's what Alabama Duke, does, dude. I mean, I don't like, give a fuck well, Alabama. Like, like, like,
2: but what, like, what, what, you what? Take, are, are you gonna are you gonna add another? Are you gonna add another top twelve team to your
0: schedule? Do no, you i four top what I'm twelve is, teams. I would have, I would have a much better time if if we swapped out Duke for Illinois. Shit like that. I mean, I'm I not mean, talking about like that's net rebel. That's whatever. That what
2: I say? mean. Like no, next year, next year, next year is is Texas A and M. it it's Florida State who could be about, good. There's nothing about Duke UFC. football. That I can't
0: about. There's no, nothing about Duke football. But there's nothing about Illinois. Illinois has never been good. Other than we the, have every we have everything that I cared about with Wake Forest football.
2: Yes, in Harmon. But there's nothing good about Wait, Illinois football. What's your favorite Illinois fo- Juice Williams? Is that is that your is that your favorite Illinois
0: player you know, of the last year? You know, you, know, you know what years? I love? It. Listen, you know what I love about Illinois? They got Burt. Um there's Brendan, there's Brendan, Brendan, there's fun stuff to be had here. Brendan, that
1: is Jafar Armstrong erasure, and I will not skip. <laughs> <forward. laughs>
2: that is Jafar Armstrong erasure. <laughs> no, get the fuck Blue, out of here. Hey. Look dude, at Michigan's you schedule. He, Half he the reason why Michigan's day? schedule is garbage is the fact that they play in the big 10. Who's the best? There's absolutely zero reason. Oh, no, it's their Michigan- out of
0: conference schedule. That's bullshit. No, it's, it's not their, their conference
2: big schedule. Ten because no, it's Alabama their- can They're- have an out of conference schedule. That's a it's joke. The fact they,
0: they, they play, play- U- the fact they play UConn and Colorado state and fucking Hawaii or whatever the hell it was. That's some, that, that, that- that's your not, that's no. your non-conference. That's so bullshit. Y-
2: here's Michigan's out of conference, right? It's East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green this year. A joke, then they play Rutgers, a joke. Then they play Nebraska, also a joke. Then they play no, Nebraska. no, sit down with I, any sort of Matt Rule nonsense. Year one, nope, no, 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 no. I will no. not
3: stand instant,
0: instant impact in year one. No. Matt Rule, instant no. impact. That's a Nebraska's gonna be row the boat, eight win team, row the boat, joke, and you year at least, maybe Indiana, not Indiana, Indiana. October 14th, a joke, Michigan state, all these Tuck games and- are, all these games are better than, than we watch in fucking, uh, no, Louisville. By Dude. this point, Notre and Dame Wake has, Forest.
2: by the time they're playing, Tuck's not coming by the time they're playing Michigan state, Notre Dame has already played two top 10 teams. Then Purdue, then Penn state, Penn state might be the second best team in the conference. And they're what, uh, who's, who's the quarterback, Right.
0: You're not going to convince All-star? me that that, then, that, that, this, that this schedule is magnificent. Then
2: Maryland, then Ohio State.
0: Nope. Michigan's schedule is a
2: one-game schedule. It is Ohio State, and that is it. Notre Dame has a three-game schedule in Clemson, Ohio there's State. A,
0: there's a difference between an entertaining schedule and the one, and the one you're just going to stack up records. There is and even nothing so, the Big Ten teams are still better than the fucking – the ACC is the bottom of the fucking barrel. It is the bottom of the of barrel, the but
2: you're playing the, the best of the ACC barrel. team. You're and playing the best ACC team. Are, you look at Michigan's schedule. Are you? Because I don't think so. No, they, Michigan is Clemson's not going play. to play a team that finishes the
0: season with more than seven wins until Penn State. I want you to pull this clip up. up. Yeah. Like Florida State waxes Clemson by fucking three touchdowns this year. I want you to pull this fucking clip up. Maybe they do, we but that not, means Clemson we are not playing the best ACC team. I, we are going to play this is a three. is a three loss Clemson team at best.
2: I'm not sold on Florida State being anything.
0: Well, I'm I'm more sold on them than I am Clemson right now. Clemson
2: has won multiple. They've won two national titles, and they're basically, you
0: know, that's college football. That's not playoff. the season. No, 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 no. Look, look, look. I. I have, I, I have no problem with the Clemson game, but you take the rest of the ACC games and it's, I'm not going to trade all those fucking bullshit ass ACC games just to play fucking Clemson. I mean, I would, I would much rather trade all those bullshit big 10 games to play a Michigan or a Michigan state or a fucking Penn state. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, but it's you're just, picking the cream of the bottom of the fucking barrel. It's You're not even
2: interesting in Minnesota, in Indiana, in Maryland, in Purdue. Sure. Like we'll get a, we'll get a crash course on what Purdue is next year. And although
0: all those teams you just mentioned are probably still better than the fucking bullshit ACC teams we have to play this year. So I'm saying it's like, we are playing the bottom of the barrel of the power five, quote unquote, power five, the bottom of the fucking barrel. This I think it's only AC- gotten
2: worse. NC Over the State, last five years, NC State's probably an eight-nine-one team this year.
3: I think. It was, so what? But
2: I mean, if that's so what if that's like, the best we got outside of Clemson. But but, but I mean, it's not like, even interesting? But but unless you're playing in the Big Ten East, and you have Ohio State, Ohio State's the only like I guess Penn State too.
0: But I mean, like Penn State. I it's a big one. It's not, just, it's not just. a throw on. That's a big one. But what's your favorite? Which Penn also, State? which also has, which also has historical ties to Notre Dame on the schedule. What's Much your more favorite so ranked win Penn, Penn State, State had?
2: What's your favorite ranked win Penn
0: State had last year? That's not my argument, Brendan. That's not my argument at all. I am not arguing that, and it doesn't even fucking matter. You put Penn State up against this any of these ACC teams, they fucking beat them. Right.
2: And Maybe. What about Florida State? What about Clemson?
0: What about them? That's it. Uh, I don't you're know. Making, I, you're making you just, this. You're making you this about said. a record versus record. And I am telling you, it is just not nearly as fun or as interesting because it's not. It's no, bland man. ass the bullshit three, ACC football. The three best
2: teams in the Big Ten are Michigan, Ohio State and Penn State. Yeah. Everybody else is a dumpster. You can put every other team in a fucking trash bin. I wouldn't call it a dumpster. Who's good? I mean, Who's good? Who's good? Michigan State good? No. They have not been good. They they had a year where they, they had a Merck running back, right, with Walker, Kenneth Walker. But other than that, under under Tuck, under Mal Tucker, they've been garbage. I I, I, I mean
0: – I still don't think you understand what I'm saying. The ACC is fucking garbage. They are trash. It is if the hottest – of the hot fucking trash. If, it is the worst. It is the worst power five conference. The big in like fucking the power five history. They are terrible right now. Top to bottom. That, that conference is fucking
2: terrible. They just they need a second dog. And if Florida state is what you say, Florida state is, and it is a, the second dog That's, of the conference, because at every conference that isn't the sec is essentially a two dog race. And in the big 10, it is michigan and it is ohio state
0: yeah, I, In the, I think the big 12 big 12 is a lot, a lot what more is than the just a team what is the big 12 man i, I mean, mean te- texas oklahoma
2: kansas state texas is the sec because usc is is now right all right texas is on Garbo. On no texas is garbage and
0: they've been garbage but it's still more but it's still more interesting you can call them garbage but you can call they're I, interesting they're but they had any, Texas has had 0-10 wins. Let's see. Would I rather play Texas? What's more fun to play, Texas or Louisville? Well, yeah,
2: because you're picking the bottom of the barrel. If you're comparing – That's not the bottom. All right, right, Texas and Pitt. Still bottom of the barrel. It's Oklahoma and Texas in the Big 12.
0: Who else is your sexy pick? Call it Texas trash. No, no, no. No, no, no. You're telling me it's the bottom of the barrel. Because <laughs> the ACC who, is out of the barrel. Conference. Who is who is who are your top
2: three? Give me your top three Big Twelve teams.
0: This is this is not my argument. The th- my whole point about the ACC is that it is trash, no fun, it is boring ass. I don't give a fuck. Because they don't have any a second.
2: Team. They don't. They because they don't have a second dog. They need. That's, they that,
0: need. That, 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 that they
2: doesn't need go into a it. Second, I mean, so, but it does, because if they had a second dog, suddenly the conference becomes interesting because every conference outside of the SEC is
0: a two dog. But market. not in our, but not in our schedule. No, it does not. Not the way that it fucking works. Because I love you still ACC have to, pl- the you fuck off have schedule. to, it you is still boring. have to play the shitty team. What's Notre Dame? Big What's Notre Dame's record against the ACC the last five in- years.
2: Infinity in one. Right. It's infinity in one. It's just it's it's trash, man. But, but it's the trash. Point, the point of the matter is it's is, trash. The point of the matter is is that it's the trash. ACC is trash, but the Big Ten's also trash. If you exclude the the top two teams, Michigan and Ohio State,
0: their conference is still trash have, too. You still have Penn State. You still well, have you still who's have who's games trash. that are more interesting and have more. There's a more a regional, regional interest. Game, like, dynamic a, to
2: it. There's more regional interest. Yes, yeah. which, is, which is more interesting. But do you want to be a regional program, which is what Michigan is content on being? No, not, not that, none of that matters anymore. National television, regional no, programs, I mean, but, that's, but, that's not, that's but not what's what's interesting? But I mean, what's interesting that's, about that's, Notre Dame playing argument, Purdue?
0: That's an argument that we could make 10 years ago. We cannot make it anymore. What's interesting not, about
2: Notre Dame playing Purdue nationally?
0: Well, it's, it's much more interesting than playing Wake Forest. Why? There's a big. problem. There's a trophy. They've played them 82, 85 times right. before. Right, and they've won
2: of the eighty two times they played before. They've won sixty of them. Right, great. How many? How many
0: games have they lost against Wake Forest? I mean, it's, it's, a zero. It's, it's, I would much rather. I would much rather beat Purdue and have fun with all the nonsense that comes around with Purdue. than beat Wake Forest. nonsense. And well, so you'll get. You'll get.
2: You'll get your Purdue fix next year. And I think you'll get your Purdue fix in twenty five too, right? I think Purdue's also on the schedule in twenty five. Yeah, Purdue's on the schedule in twenty five. But I mean, unless you're playing in the SEC, it's just regional interest and your own interest, like whether or not which is, you're playing which is Minnesota fine. or what
0: Louisville. What made it college look, listen? What made college football great wasn't the fucking wasn't this whole national business. What made no. college football as a whole great? Was the regional rivalries and the passion that goes in with those games in prox within proximity? Right. right Notre right. Dame needed to be national to get players. We all know this is the this is not an argument against that. But what I'm saying in this day and age, the way it works now, Notre Dame does not they're not going to be regionalized, quote unquote, if they would join the Big Ten, which oh by the way stretches from the Pacific fucking ocean to it Rutgers. Does.
2: Now it does. So it does. there's no Let there's me, no more
0: regionalization.
2: So let me ask you a question: what's What's the difference between Notre Dame playing Pitt
3: this year and playing Purdue?
0: Right, they play Pitt this year. It's still it's, Pitt's. A, okay, Pitt is an outlier because Pitt has Pitt has uh, you know penance with the with history with Notre Dame. Right, but this whole time you've been arguing too, and I don't know why I allowed it. You just keep it up. You keep bringing it up just Michigan and Ohio State and maybe right, Penn State and you keep leaving off keep leaving off USC and UCLA.
2: Well, that 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 change, the, the, the the dynamic everything changes in 2024.
0: Of course it does. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about tomorrow, which right. nothing would ha- happen. I'm talking about in the fucking future. In the in the near future, in 2025, what if we be better off in our name? Staying in this bullshit conference that is never going to get any better. Then maybe a Clemson or a Florida State, but they're locked which, in. Which by the way, twenty thirty five. Which by the which by the way, they're probably bolting out. Of, they're probably going to have teams bolt out of that conference anyways. Can't Clemson and Florida State? They can't. They can't. They're what locked be, into.
2: They, they don't give not, a fuck.
0: the money. They, the but money. they will
2: not own the media rights. They will not. They'll own the money. The, they will find, find the, money, the money, but they will. But whatever deal they get, they will not own the media rights.
0: They it doesn't are, matter to me. Still, and, they still leave. They will still find a way to what's more valuable down the road. If you're thinking further but, down the but, road but, the but next But down the, the road,
2: it's, the, the, the thing about the ACC deal and what makes it so ridiculous is it's not just down the road because the Big Ten will it's renegotiate. To no,
0: because Florida, Florida, State, Florida State and Clemson in particular, probably Florida State and North Carolina are out. They can't. Those two teams are going to be gone.
2: They can't. Yes, they, they can't because their their media rights have, are locked in place until
0: 2035. It you keep pretending the that lawyers don't exist. You keep but pretending lawyers that can't. Things can't you change. You pretend contracts no, can't. don't exist. You go, you go work on a deal. Contracts they, can change all the time. And they, they do. They can, they can sign a contract. But the ACC. Jude, you've been you've been silent. We're going to move on here. Jude, can contracts change? Do lawyers get paid for a reason? Um, contracts
1: can, can, can uh, contracts can absolutely change, um, but in terms of the ACC deal, I'm not sure what the ACC gets out of changing it. They're, they've got a lot of leverage right now.
2: All of it. They are locked in place till 2035. Unless Notre Dame cash. is locked, but they, it's not At even rate. paying the cash. They could they could pay the cash, but you are basically saying I am not going to.
0: All have I'm saying any is you just media. spent 20 minutes you just spent 20 minutes defending trash ass ACC football. That is a villain. You are a villain, sir, in 2023. I'm just saying, Boston
2: College so is I, on
0: par. So as the, as my pick for a villain in two, 2023, I'll is take Brennan it. I'll, for take it. I'll take it for his trash ass ACC opinions. I'll take so it. So now, Brendan,
3: you're not yeah, up I was, on. I,
2: I will. I will enjoy. You know what is a mantra of the five earned five star podcast. Be you are now Darth Arbor. Be, be a villain, right? <laughs> that is our mantra. Be a villain. You, sir, are one. You, sir,
0: are <laughs> one. Defending the ACC and their garbage, sir. I'm just saying so, there is much garbage as the Big Ten. I'm just disparaging the not Big Ten. Not even close. Not ACC. even close. All right.
2: Pick a new villain. You're up. All right. I got a villain. Tommy Eikenberg. <laughs> Twofold. I could have gone <laughs> a bunch of – I could have gone Marvin Harrison
3: Jr. I love it. too.
2: But I'm going Tommy Eichenberg for twofold. One, he's the brother of Liam. Two, he should have been at fucking Notre Dame if they would have goddamn. not his re- fault, though. No, it's, yeah, not, it's not his, his fault. fault. But they should have recruited him. And if, like, I, I, I look at Ohio State. I don't know. It
0: sounds like a hero to me.
2: I look at Ohio State and I go, Am I going to pick Kyle McCord? Am I going to pick Devin Brown? Am I going to pick the guy that they're throwing it to with Marvin Harrison? Like if Ohio State's going to be a villain in this game, like Tommy Eichenberg is the anchor of that defense and he should be the fucking anchor of this Notre Dame defense. Tommy Eichenberg should be locking down the linebacking core. He should be the middle linebacker for Notre Dame and the fact that he isn't is – it's villainous both for us, but I
0: mean, like Cleveland, uh, saving nations in the house,
2: uh, right? He shouldn't. Tommy Eichenberg be the middle linebacker for Notre Dame?
0: I said it when he was being recruited, or when he was a recruit, wasn't recruited,
2: and yeah, like wasn't if, recruit. I mean, if, if if Ohio State beats Notre Dame. Like there's some arguments that can be made for Marvin Harrison Jr., but there's a lot of arguments that can be
0: made for the Tom, fact listen, that Tommy, Tommy Eichenberg is going to be
2: the best player on that defense.
0: Listen, right? Tommy Eichenberg is a throwback in a in a in a sense to the Trestle era. Yeah, and I say that because Tommy Eichenberg is the type of player that made Ohio State. we should never the DMs. left the state. Never like, left the
2: state.
0: Like no. Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer, and then to an extent now Ryan Day, they've completely fucked up the whole like. Yeah. Think about Ohio State making Ohio great, like taking Ohio players and making great teams. Eichenberg would have been left in the dust. In the uh, dust. If the Meyer era. During the, during the Meyer era. Somehow he still makes it to Columbus. That is a perfect, like, trestle era, like, three star from Cleveland, from right. Kent, right? Stuart Catholic, like, kind of a player, uh, like, <laughs> from Maslin. Um, this is the kind of guy that made those really good and then end up great national championship team under Trussell. Those were the kind of players that made that. That was the makeup. Right. And I mean, like, this is a guy that the, the, should the have guy.
2: been like everything was there. They weren't. They didn't have Ohio on lockdown. Like, I should be picking Jack Shor- Jack Sawyer. I should be picking Lathan Ransom. I should be picking. Sonny styles, but no, if I'm picking a guy off of Ohio state and the best player on their defense, the, 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 the glue to Ohio state's defense is going to be Tommy. He was the glue last year. He's going to be the glue this year, Tommy right. Eichenberg. And I love him, but like right. that's, that's my pick, but you're going to hate him that day. After shit. I'm going to hate him that day because All right, what could have been
1: my turn. Yes, sir. Um, this is not a real. This is not a real one. So I hope people don't take it very seriously. Uh, my villain this year. My villain this year, although he's not going to be on Notre Dame schedule, he's not going to be with Notre Dame, and so he he then constitutes a villain, is uh, Jacob Lacey. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Jacob's dad, um, and uh, he served me one of the best ha- tailgate hamburgers I ever had in my life, and uh, I uh, I'm gonna miss David and his cooking. Um, <laughs> if I ever got back to, uh, a, a parent tailgate, I think Greg actually took me to it. I had no reason to be there, but he made friends with Kyle Hamilton's mom and she invited him and he took us and, uh, uh, the Reverend was there, David Lacey. And he, uh, he was cooking up the food and it was, it was, uh, amazing. Uh,
0: did he, did he make, uh, I thought Las you streets. were talking about, uh, did he make it to the Syracuse game? <laughs> What's that? I thought I thought you were going to bring up the uh, like he showed up over your Syracuse tailgate. Oh, no, no. He was in uh, he
1: was in w- I w- it was out in South Bend. We were for the USC game. Uh, game, game. Yeah. 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 Okay. But uh, I-, I wish Jacob the best at Oklahoma, um, you know, clearly trending in the wrong direction at Notre Dame in terms of snaps that he got last year. Made a really tough decision to uh, redshirt himself um, so that he could retain some eligibility and get himself in the transfer portal. I don't know, I don't know enough about the, the sooner depth chart to know whether or not there's a real opportunity there. Um, but Oklahoma is a hell of a team and, um, you know, looking forward to seeing, uh, what he can do. So
0: yeah, for a hot minute, he (laughs) was, uh, I mean, he was all, but, uh, Kentucky bound. Yeah. He's going to play for for the wildcats. I mean, that was, it seemed like a slam dunk uh, kind of thing. And then all of a sudden out of the blue, uh, he's, uh, going boomer sooner. I mean, here's my maybe, here's my maybe, question, maybe, Jude.
1: Maybe you oh, com- hold on a second. Just let me finish this with one lot. Maybe in some ways we're the villains for hyping up uh, Riley Mills and and maybe <laughs> maybe Riley getting um, excited about his general photo. Am I
2: double dipping on the villains <laughs> oh,
1: <anyways>. list? <laughs>
2: All right, so, uh, Jude. Here's my question: Are you coming yeah. out for the USC game this year?
1: <laughs> well, the USC game usually coincides with about the beginning of early voting, so. um what would October, we, October 14th, 14th. Oh, lot Oh, October 14th actually might be doable. Uh, are, are we getting it? Are we getting the the gang together? Is Greg? Coming? I
2: think I almost assuredly Greg's going to be there. So okay. it, here's why I ask with. uh,
1: Is this is this the, the, the house rental dream come true?
2: It could be the house rental dream come true, Thanks. which would be a thing. But here's what I'm saying about that. Like. Greg's got it in with Dom Meriwether, right? Oh, Dude can cook he can cook you can get some of those burn ends
1: burn ends we'll we'll I am very there interested in Dom Merriweather's cooking, and um I think it will compare favorably to uh david
3: Lacey's cooking so we who knows all right so
0: right. why well, next up for me, here's what I did for... For a villain, not my top choice was Brendan McElinden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's uh, there's just a slew of of, of top tier villains here, gentlemen. Yeah, I mean we are. I think we are. We are. We've been going mid. Uh, so I'm going to take the I mean, the most villainous of all, uh, and I'm going to be a dick about it and take a combo. And that's Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams. Yeah. That's you, you, right. It's, it took, it's like the Sith.
2: Where there's one, I mean, there's this, is a, this is a value pick. I mean, the fact that neither Jude or I jumped on this and you didn't jump on it before. I mean, I, don't I, mean I mean Casey
0: Token's number one. Should have been this. So obvi- obviously, Caleb Williams, there's a lot to fucking hate there. The, I mean, I don't even care. The fingernails aren't even painted, aren't even on the my top ten list of shit I hate about Caleb Williams. Uh, I think number one is, are they bringing those trash-ass fucking refs with them? Because the entire reason that Caleb Williams had the game he had against Notre Dame is because fuckers were getting tackled (sighs) left. He's running around for fucking two minutes each snap back there doing circles as guys are getting tackled from behind and there's no flags. Go back and watch the fucking game. I mean, I know it's hard, right? It's a tough tough watch, but I... Encourage you to watch it to just fill your hate chamber up a little bit more. Those are ACC refs,
2: refs right? Because we bring our own refs with us. Those were ACC. Yeah, refs, I mean, right? just, again,
0: ACC trash, yeah. complete fucking trash. Brandon linden is a villain. Uh, and, then you, and then with Lee and Riley, dude, I am just this is the most overrated motherfucker walking. I don't care about the Heisman quarterbacks. So what? You got a system that scores fucking points. You lost to Utah twice last year, and it is hard to beat a team twice. It is Always hard. Impossible. It is damn near impossible. It is hard. And Utah, fucking beat them twice. You cannot beat them. You keep fucking failing when it matters. Ask so Don't you beat fucking Notre Dame. You beat Notre Dame at home. So did motherfucking Mark Richt at Miami in
3: 2017.
0: Yeah. I mean... Which is the last time Notre Dame lost a regular season ACC game? I mean, trash co- as conference. This guy, I mean, just he can't do shit. He couldn't do it with Oklahoma. He, you just so you score a lot of points and your quarterback looks sexy doing it. So fucking what? And the quarterback. You know, the Detroit Lions. In the end. Detroit Lions ran. Detroit Lions had a had a powerful run and shoot offense uh, in the nineties. I didn't think that worked. Out? It didn't work out. Barry Sanders State. retired early. Mouse Davis gets brought up in this podcast. I think about <laughs> once every fifth podcast because uh, he's an innovator. But he's just—he's over. I'm just—I'm sick of the Lincoln Riley bullshit. I'm sick of—I'm sick of seeing him in any ranking where he's in the top five coaches in the country. I, every time he—every time I someone have. had him ranked ahead, every time someone had him ranked ahead of Brian Kelly, I was—I felt murderous. Here's the
2: question I have for you, and and I—I I don't know. I—I I was thinking about this today too. Is like, you know, the athletic uh, Mandel and Feldman put out their uh, top coaches of of college football. Um, And I saw like the most recent one had like, I think I saw like Jim Harbaugh at number three or whatever. Why isn't Sonny Dykes rated above all of these motherfuckers? Like, I know he got (laughs) housed in the national title game,
0: but he got
2: there, but he has more playoff wins the Lincoln Riley and Jim Harbaugh
0: combined. I, and look what, look what his roster was cons- made his of. Roster was three stars. It was basically, it's just the trash. It's just three is the stars.
2: Trash. It was just three stars.
0: If and he, TCU got, would have won that game, that championship game. They were that they were in <laughs> every, every bit of off season chatter about stars matter. Like, it would have altered universes. And just because they lost, you're not going to have him he should be ranked. Fucking, he Sunny his ass off. He coached his ass off. He,
2: he was a magician. I don't understand how Lincoln Riley has any argument for being ranked above Sonny Dykes. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. You didn't even win your fucking conference. Congratulations. You didn't win the, the, the Pac
0: 12. Well, neither did Sonny Dykes. Kansas State. He, have been he also he, he
2: also did not. That is very true. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, but so you're saying if he would have, if he just would have beat Kansas State, if he just would have beat the state, he, he, he could have been wrecked. Been the head. ahead of
2: of Lincoln Riley, who's never won a playoff game,
0: and gets housed in them. Housed, yeah, Ugh.
2: repeatedly, other than the one yeah. game against Georgia. All right, so give me another villain, there, Brendan. All right, my next one is—I think this is pushing it forward a little bit. Um, I think there is a possibility that Riley Leonard could be a villain. And that's the quarterback for Duke. If I looked up and down the schedule, and you ask me, this
0: Brendan, is this is not helping your cause for not being a villain in my eyes.
2: No, you ask me, Brendan. What's the trap game on the schedule? Look
0: at the schedule. It is that Duke? It is that Duke?
2: Hold up. Post Ohio State. Let's say Notre Dame beats Ohio State. They start the season now, what, 5 0? There is a world that exists that going to Duke and playing a, I think Riley Leonard is a capable quarterback. Or if it's a loss oh, against Ohio State, a close loss against Ohio State.
0: Did Jim Phillips send you a, a Christmas present? You're asking me for villains, right? Did Jim Phillips send you a Christmas <laughs> present? Uh,
2: he did. It was a beautiful – it was a um, uh, beautiful Christ. fruit basket. It, 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 it was delicious. Um, it was a uh, – one of those fruit bouquets. Um but if you're asking me for a potential villain for the season, I think it's I think that there's a, right. a world that exists that Duke is a potential trap game post Ohio State win or loss. And Riley Leonard is probably the third best quarterback in the conference. Right. Is, is right? right. Doc. All right.
0: Dr. Strange. Right. You find me that universe. It's that's sor that sorcery. It, it would be sorcery if that if that's the case. I'm not sold at all.
3: Uh, no one's picked Phil Djokovic yet, right? Not yet, Jude. I left no, this one for nope. you because you said. It let me years. uh, let
1: me uh, let me recap what the uh, since deleted Instagram post said because it's really funny now that he's left to left Boston College. I've never been and more. And i fact, they deleted it. I've never been more proud to represent the school. The adversity we face has molded and strengthened me. We're primed for success and will soon come to the heights on Eagle's wings. Although it's been a famine of a season, we should know that it brings no fear. Let's remember that Boston College was founded for and by Im- Irish immigrants. Notre Dame Du Lac was founded by the French, something they'd teach you in first year Moreau. The Dropkicks Murphys were started in Boston, and their song for Boston is our fight song. They sing, I'm shipping up to Boston, and definitely not, I'm shipping up to South Bend. So if you're in that stadium and you cheer for when that song comes on before kickoff, know that you're either rooting for BC or otherwise supporting cultural appropriation. But in the words of Mac, it ain't nothing but a brand name.
2: Oh, boy. Using the the buzzword.
1: Dude, I mean – I I, I, – I, I really hope that uh, Mr. Glass, Phil Jakovic, actually makes it through to the, to the Notre Dame game this year because I'd really love the opportunity to sack him as many times as he got sacked in the spring game when he first showed himself unworthy of having the job as Notre Dame's starting quarterback.
0: <laughs> There's only one other trash-ass player that has talked more shit about Notre Dame after his time at Notre Dame than Phil Jakovic, and that guy was selling some kind of weird water. On YouTube bitching about Lou Holtz being the Satanist. You know, I mean, you fucking did nothing. Ian nothing. Book owned your ass. You did nothing. And the shit that you have has come out of your mouth since you left has been massive. You could have took the fucking high road and just been a normal person like anybody else. But no, you thought you were better than that, which is part of the fucking problem. And you just put out nonsense. And you know what? Nonsense.
1: I spent a lot You're of time To him. get
0: to get it thrown back in your face
1: every single time you guys said Jerkovic, I corrected you. I was there for him. <laughs> I actually openly we knew, worried, Jude. We knew. I, I openly worried about Ian Book staying an extra year because what it would do to Phil Jerkovic staying at Notre Dame. And he, this is how he repays all of my loyalty by spitting what a fucking villain. in my
0: face. He might be the worst. He might be the worst. He might be the least talented villain on this list. <laughs> on, any yeah. list on any villain list we've ever had. I don't uh, know, Casey, man. Brennan Casey Fokins might have I a, don't think a we're going to get that
1: out of Phil Cherkovich.
0: Casey Fokins might have a word. Phil Charkovic didn't have 2.8 yards rushing.
3: He, he did not.
2: <laughs> he sure did not. Uh, he might have had 2.8 interceptions if Kyle Hamilton would have done his goddamn job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <Frank>. Greg. <laughs> Oh boy, he he had a pick six there, right there, right there. Ugh. Uh-huh.
3: All right, that's a
0: that was a, a beautiful layup. I mean, that was a gorgeous layup. I mean, it was that a is a true villain,
3: thing. and that's why we
2: needed to let Jude
0: take it and it the best one, it's the best villain on the whole. Life. And stick and sticking with the Pit Panthers. Oh, you have to bring up. Pat Narduzzi, the only real saving grace of the ACC re- oh, wow. It's Pat Narduzzi and his fucking bullshit, which is beautiful. Like this man is so full of hate for Notre Dame. He will put every anything, blame anything. It's Notre Dame's fault. And there's nothing better than just think. What was that 2018 when they came to when uh, when Kitty Pickens, a lifelong Notre Dame fan. I uh, got a uh, start inside Notre Dame stadium. You remember there at the end when they were trying to like change the Jersey, jerseys of the kicker to a backup quarterback and yeah. shit like that. I mean, this is the son. Yeah. It work. This is vilification. This is a top tier villain. Uh, it's the, if, for the else, highest,
2: uh, highest level.
0: Like, any show you remember from your childhood where the villain, like, always failed? Dick Dasher, like, I don't Dick, know. Yeah, Dick Dastardly. Like, uh, like Cobra Commander, right? Always failed.
3: Always failed.
0: Pat Arduzzi is Cobra Commander.
3: Hats a charisma. Tons of charisma. And Bachismo.
0: Now if we can just get him to do the Cobra Commander voice.
2: You know, my wife is uh, my wife's boss. My wife? My wife. My, my wife's boss is married to uh, Cobra Commander. Uh, her boss uh, is married to Cobra Commander's uncle. Just, uh, <laughs> he's dead now. But uh, my wife's boss, his wife... Her uncle is uh, Cobra Commander.
1: True story. That's interesting. Oh, well, that's fun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> also, the voice of Starscream. Uh, oh, yeah, that that is the same voice. It's the same voice. It was in an episode of uh, Transformers. So it was fantastic. Uh, turned all the Transformers into humans. So it was good.
0: I miss the old Transformers uh, cartoon. Uh,
2: it was so good, man. The
0: movies was, are so fucking trash.
2: The movies are trash. The Transformers movie with like Stan Bush doing the soundtrack, Weird Al Yankovic, um, like the Transformers movie to this day, the nineteen eighty six movie holds up phenomenally well. What
0: uh, about what about the nineteen was it nineteen eighty seven He Man? Uh, does Dolph- not does not stand up to this day.
3: <laughs> <laughs> does not stand
2: up at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Dolph Lundgren uh, human movie does not stand up. I still love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's some nostalgia. I still love it. Part. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so do I get to pick a villain? Uh, who did, did you just pick? Or no, I just you picked. just yeah. picked. You just yeah, we'll do another we'll – we'll do one more round of villains. Um.
2: All right. So my next villain, like I, I've done players for all of them, right, Um. with Casey Folkins, Tommy Eikenberg, and Riley Leonard. <laughs> uh, my next villain is going to be NBC.
1: Um. I like this pick.
0: No argument here.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So my uh, my my pick for NBC being the villain here is like the Big Ten's coming on what next year twenty twenty four is that when the Big Ten jumps onto
3: the the schedule? Yeah, I, I uh... who's the broadcast team for for NBC this year?
0: Uh, I mean if they don't change. It's, it's the, Corey it's and, the and Jason Garrett, right? Yeah, or not yeah. Corey.
1: Yeah, uh, fucking uh, Jack. Sorry. Jack, Jack. Jack my Notre Dame Jack. alum sons mixed up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um my villain is NBC because ultimately we know NBC pushed forward a lot of the nonsense that's going in. You know, the gripes that, that, that Jude and Josh have with the schedule. We're gonna we're gonna see a lot of those uh those two. Um But also, I have a feeling that this is the last season of Notre Dame. Like, NBC had an opportunity to uh, really accentuate Notre Dame. Um, It was their brand for college football for a long time. Um, Since what, 94? It's 93, right? 93 was the first year of the NBC deal. When was the first? No, it was
0: was 91.
2: 91 is the first year of the NBC deal. Uh, I think think they. Yeah, a shit job yeah. for the most part, outside of you know a, a couple of occasions for marketing Notre Dame football, and the Big Ten jumps into the the package next year. And I I honestly feel like Notre Dame is going to get a backseat to the Big Ten, um, you know, going forward. They're gonna they're gonna want to push the more teams and get the the you know Notre Dame might have the bigger market. <clears throat> from those ones uh, from, from any individual big 10 team. But I just think that the way that, that that NBC has approached Notre Dame throughout the entire process has been shitty and they continuously, I mean, they, they hired Jack last year, Uh, but the continuous hiring of, of Notre Dame rival uh, players on there and, you know, Relegating them to Peacock uh, for a couple of games. I just think that once again, NBC is going to do a shitty job this year, and we're all going to be upset at what NBC has done with Notre Dame football and moving forward from 2024 onward. I don't know when. When is Notre Dame's deal up? Is it 25? When? When does? An, and when does the NBC job? Or when does the NBC gig expire?
0: I think it's 24. I think 24 it's, is our last. 24 is in that last it year.
1: Through, it runs through 25.
0: Through 25,
1: through 25
0: okay. Yeah. So, uh,
2: I mean, I'm interested to see what Notre Dame wants to do moving forward. Uh, I think that this year they've they've approached the, the whole aspect of last year was uh, let's give the – I air mean, is
0: the there shot. any question – Brennan, if Jack, if Jack's doing the deal, they are not doing anything but NBC. This is not, I, I mean, think not go even up the for CW. i going to go to the CW. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't agree with that. I think if, if CBS came in and offered, offered a, that's my, thought, a lot too. more money than he'd take it.
0: He would take I it. Think if CBS, CBS I think if CBS was a, smart, they would. I think, and CBS then we get the bad. And then we get the, uh, then we get the music.
3: Well, uh, which CBS's
2: is, deal with the SEC expires soon, right?
0: Yeah, it's all ESP, it's going to all ESPN. What I'm saying we get the CB, we get the CBS college football music though. If if their right, name goes is, You know like what? that's that's prime.
2: Um the uh the CBS deal ends in 2024, which coalesces right. with uh the, right. the NBC deal. Texas and Oklahoma.
0: Well, no, that was the whole thing about yeah. Texas and Oklahoma getting over there in time to go to the, to go to the SEC when they all, when they skip out, where they go out, everything over to ESPN. But yeah, I think if, if CBS was smart, they would come they in would, and split in general, because, but I'm telling you right now, I mean, like, look, it's, offer would ha- an it's, offer would have to be astronomical because Notre Dame has no desire. They have no desire to, to go yeah. anywhere, but. With their partners in crime, NBC, I mean, just, well, it used to be CBS, right? I don't think, I don't, I don't feel like it's a huge threat. Like I, I, I almost, I guarantee you Notre Dame stays on NBC for, well, CBS,
2: CBS loses the SEC in 2024 and Notre Dame sheds NBC in 2024.
1: Right. But doesn't, isn't CBS part of that big 10 agreement though too with Fox and NBC?
2: Um, I I don't think so. Uh No, No, it's just,
1: it's
0: just Fox and NBC
2: Fox and NBC. It's not CBS. CBS is going to be a free agent and Notre Dame is going to be a free agent in the same year.
1: All right. So CBS doesn't have any big 10 rights. No, no,
0: not that I know of. None. Okay. I mean, I would love to see it, Brennan. I just don't see. I don't see Jack Swarbrick making a deal with anyone other than NBC for just like I don't see Jack Swarbrick changing the apparel deal Hold up. anytime soon. CBS be under. So CBS Bye. is
2: expected to carry mid afternoon window currently occupied by the SEC. So Jude's right,
3: but only the mid win the, the three thirty game. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, oh, I, I mean, about
1: Jack moving away from from Under Armour hurts the hurts the family, hurts oh. the family
0: significantly. Well, uh, as it would as it would with NBC. I'm
2: interested to see what Ron Ron Paulus has up his sleeve when he has to negotiate uh, <laughs> both an apparel deal and a network deal in the next and, two years.
0: And, and a buyout of a defensive coordinator that he just misread. Oh, yeah. No, I. I NBC is absolutely a villain, but I, I see nothing. There's, there's nothing to suggest that Notre Dame moves, moves on. I, I, I would love, I would love them too. And look, I'm an NBC guy. Oh no, my, my my grandfather grandfather helped started the NBC station in Fort Wayne. WKJG 33. Like NBC has been been our, our as a family blood, we have have beach beach towels towels with like the 1976 fucking fall lineup. You know what I mean? Like we got tons of like NBC, NBC, NBC
2: NBC is the, uh, for the big 10, they are the, uh, the night game.
0: So yeah, I just, and, and I think NBC will end up, I think they will put it on an attractive monetary. It'll be attractive enough with the money. Plus I think Jack, I think they're putting a lot of uh, eggs in the basket of with NBC, bringing the big 10 to the, to the network, which I agree with. I think that helps out Notre Dame's overall. Right. You get the, you get the layup because, because the way
2: that the big 10 have it set yeah. up is the big 10 is going to be noon on Fox three 30 on CBS and then 8 PM on NBC. So yeah. the Notre Dame, the Notre Dame ratings would be, you know, you have your two thirty Notre Dame game and then people are watching the end of the Notre Dame game, getting ready for, and he's got what, a
0: daughter or something. That's a VP, of peacock. I mean, come on. Peacock.
2: He's got a son that's a uh, uh, marketing executive <laughs> at Under Armour.
0: Yeah. I mean, let's just be real here. This is what, <laughs> this is what people in power do. This is this is there's no different than they have chosen. Uh, this is no different than like royal marriages in England in yeah. during the War that, of Roses. You know what I mean? Perfect analogy. Yeah, that's all it is. You are just you are it's marrying true. off to consolidate power. That is it? It is Uchard being married off in order
2: to yeah, uh, exactly.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's why Elizabeth Woodville ended up marrying uh, Henry the Seventh. I mean, just it was for a reason. There was reasons, power reasons behind it. Anyways, that's a good villain, though, because it's going to be a villain for a long time. <laughs> if they keep it's just it's such a second tier broadcast. It's so bad. And I know everyone loved Mike Tarico. And the best thing great. about I can say about Mike Tirico was that he was very professional in what he did. He and so at great. least so at least their second tierness of the lack of cameras that aren't sky cams. <laughs> And the sound quality—I mean, it's just—it's second tier. And now it's like not even second tier with with Jack and Jason. It's just bad, man. Like like those two should be doing a Mountain West game. Should be, or they that's, should be doing a
2: USFL game, which is what they were doing, or whatever. Perfect for them.
1: All right, Jude, you're—I'm uh, gonna—I'm gonna continue to beat this dead horse because I feel like this need, this dead horse needs to be beaten, and I think that. Our audience has either come to understand that this is our position um, and grudgingly accept it, or they're hundred percent with us. Uh, the villain this year is the entire country of Ireland and the Navy football <laughs> and father Hesburgh. Since I already
0: oh, God. Thanks,
1: then, might as well put in father Hesburgh. Now uh, Hesburgh I think- did a lot of great things. I definitely recommend you watch the documentary, Patrick Cretan's documentary Hesburgh. He's an amazing, amazing gentleman. Um, have two books waiting for me to to be to to read from about Father Hesburg, One of which I've never read: God, Country, Notre Dame. But having said that we don't need to. We don't need to. I, I think. I think if you said to me, "Let's go visit Ireland," and you have to, we have to go watch football in a non-football stadium as one of the things that we do, I'd say, "Why are we wasting a day on that?" Right? I understand it's Notre Dame, but Notre Dame doesn't need to. Notre Dame doesn't need to get people to Ireland. Ireland sells itself. Ireland's got a lot of great attractions. They don't need Notre Dame playing a second-rate football team that has no connection to Ireland, that I'm aware of. Yeah. You know, at least like let's play let's play BC there. Damn it. I mean,
0: there Did have been a to? lot of good
1: naval officers that were of Irish descent, maybe. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm like, sure. That, uh, like, again, we're really stretching everything here, right? Meanwhile,
0: well, of course. That's what they do.
1: <laughs> Anthony Travel is making money hand over barrel selling upsized packages. And uh, old 90s Holtz players or 80s Holtz players want to want you on the golf course for six days before the game even be, even starts. Everyone's got to hustle around this game. I do not love it. I do not love that it's called the Aer Lingus Classic. I don't love anything about playing this game. I don't love the travel on the team. I think it's cool. College kids get to visit Ireland. I just wish they didn't have to play a game
0: to do it. Um, They they were already there. And Audra Kestamé danced his ass off. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: And uh, I just... The only thing that's funny to me about this game is that Tommy Reese missed it.
0: Still has never been to Ireland. Three Three years in a row. Hey, maybe he is the smart one. I don't know. I mean, I... I'd be pissed if I was in Ireland and all I had to do was work, but
1: yeah. I
0: don't know. I'm with you, Jude on the, you obviously know I back you 1 billion percent on all that. Uh, I can't wait for the hate mail about, uh,
2: I I love the, anything negative about but
1: talk about, talk about first line of obits. I am perfectly comfortable. If somebody wants to put in the first line of my bit, who literally with his last breath said, fuck Navy, stop playing them every single year. What's that what's that, Grandpa? What's that? What did you did you say something about Navy? Were you in the Navy? Fuck Navy. <laughs> did you
3: just say fuck
0: Navy? The Naval Academy? Oh, oh man. Nay. I'm glad it was you, Jude, not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. That's Everything around the Navy game is villainous. Uh the lore that is only they only talked this game up. They only started talking this thing up about mutual respect and all that bullshit after the nineties. Like it wasn't until we got shitty for a while where we had to like sell something. You didn't hear about any of this nonsense when Notre Dame played Navy in the eighties and nineties. Like it just, you didn't. One of, these, like it, one, they days, talk.
1: one of these days I would love to pull out my old blue and gold illustrates and just literally just copy down word for word all of the stupid shit Lou Holtz used to say before the <laughs> Navy week. Because it would it would be hilarious, like, for him to be like, you know, can't overlook this uh, gritty uh, Naval Academy team. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It just, uh, he always hyped this game. He always made his players practice really hard for Navy because he didn't, he didn't ever <laughs> want to lose to Navy. And he didn't lose to Navy, but like nobody lost to Navy back then. Nobody did. Navy's a joke. They were joked then, they were
3: it
0: took joking. Charlie them. It, it <coughs> took Charlie Weiss and uh and the greatest Navy teams in modern in the la- since World War II. To, to be you know, I mean, honestly, we had to be really bad and Navy be like the greatest they've they've been since World War II to lose those games. It's just it's, it's not, anyways. Full game's nonsense. It's just it's such a waste of a waste of a schedule space. Amen. Um. All right, with my kind of, with my dying breath on my last pick. Oh God, there's a lot. There is a lot on here still. There is a lot. Um. You know what? So I'll at least say I could go Dabo Sweeney because. I fucking hate Dabo. I do
3: not like that man. At he's all. He's a terrible man.
0: He's not. He's fuck him. But. I'm going to I'm gonna creep on up into North Carolina. Uh, for a little Dave Dorn action. And the fact that I heard him return to Carter-Finley Stadium. Uh, for the first time since 2016. It just makes it. You know what? No, fuck. I can't even, I can't. Nope. It's Dabo. I fucking hate Dabo. I hate that program. I, I think they're trash. Like I do not think this is a good Clemson team. I think there are at least three losses in there. The only reason they've been propped up on their non-championship years is by a shitty ass conference. And even the years they won the title, would they've even been in a position to win the title had they had to fucking play anybody. Um, Dabo Sweeney. Yeah. He had an id where somehow he had blackmail pictures on his assistants. And they didn't go anywhere. Once they once, this, once they started going, things started really starting to crumble. He hasn't made great hires. They did bring in Lincoln Riley's brother, but what do you what do you know about Lincoln Riley? Can't really win anything big, right? So you're bringing in his brother. Can't say that he's any better, right? So who cares? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna get overly excited about it. But I don't like Dabo Sweeney. I don't like the Clemson program. Did we just listen to I don't Brian like... Take a piss? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Because that's what we feel about Clemson. Yeah. So, no, i take Dabo. And I... I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I've been comboing people up all night. Might as well. I'm going to combo up Will Shipley. I mean, the hype this man gets for being a tryhard is just... I don't understand. Like, I think Will Shipley is a really good running back. Not just good; he's a really good running back. But why do why do people keep saying he's fast?
3: He's he is fast.
0: Really? Is he? I don't know. His numbers say that he's fast. As what long numbers? as he's not getting touched. What's his lo- What's his longest? I mean, he. I, I don't see him breaking uh, long runs. Uh, can They, we, they can kill we, the guy. Brendan He is there he is He's there. running back fast. Are we talking
1: about Brendan Macalinden after 6 months in the Bales program, 32 carries
3: fast?
1: <laughs> Are we talking about Casey Filkins fast? Or none of the above. Uh, uh, like I feel,
0: like I feel bad for Will Shipley because he's been like a sacrificial lamb at Clemson in the last couple of years. Like the kids keep feeding him the rock and he keeps he's getting his ass beat cuz he's what's propped up that offense the last 2 years. He had 5.25 yards per carry. that's in her name? He had
2: 5.63 on the season last year. He ran for 1,182 yards.
0: Yeah, it's just it's it's a base. I don't know, man. For being in I a don't five disagree. star, it is it's a I, very base stats. I don't disagree with you. Um, it's just that it's just that they don't jump out at me as like like oh I like I'm not scared of Will Shipley, and the fact that that. uh, I, get, you know, I I love Priester, sure, so don't take this wrong, but he just kept bringing up, Priest like Will Shipley speed, like I am, was not afraid of Will Shipley breaking one on Notre Dame. I was afraid of him, like of them, like maybe I don't know doing what Stanford did and that was right. knocking off three, four fucking yards at a time. But I was not afraid of him, like taking control of a game. That is not, as I just don't, I don't see it. If we to get the hype any other way, is whatever. Um, so anyway, so Dabo with a with a dash of Will Shipley. Um, really Will, Sh- pro- Will Shipley. Shipley also has some of the spurn Notre Dame to him too, which. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you got girlfriends. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, Will Shipley is.
2: I'll halt. say this. As a, as a junior, he could certainly blow
0: up. I mean, he and, certainly could. He certainly could. But what about that Clemson offensive line, Brenton? Yeah, it's I, hot. You trash. are the ex. You are the expert on. It is offensive hot, offensive hot trash.
2: Uh, and I said mean things about Will Shipley going into the game against Notre Dame as well, where I looked at his game and I was like, listen, if if as long as he's got a runway and. You know, nobody's touching him. He's able to, to break off big games like he did against Cuse and like he did against trash Florida State, which Florida State's so trash. Defense is uh, still bad. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Will Shipley could worry me if Cole Klubiak um, by November is good. I mean, he was playing with an awful quarterback,
0: which certainly is not. Yeah, Kate. Um, Wrong Kate.
1: Bre- Brennan just reminded me of a bonus uh, villains. Um, not to okay. pick on anyone, especially anyone who is kind enough to come on this show and is a decently good human being, but can we retire the phrase, The Visit Couldn't Have Gone Any Better? Oh, God, no. That is that is the true villain.
0: It's a kiss of death. So, that is the villain. No, no. I thought, so. I thought about this the other day, though. I'm like, Sorry, Tom. Okay, so we need to come up with a new phrase then. But what do you say? You say, um,
2: I I don't I don't know what you say. It was a solid visit. But the visit could have gone better because if the visit went better, you would have committed.
1: Right. If the but visit I guess, couldn't have gone any better, then you publicly committed to your to your coach an hour after you left.
0: Right. Well, that that's not the same thing though. Like it like sure just is. He, just because they it commit somewhere gone else better. doesn't. Well, not really. That was the best that, that they could possibly give, and it just wasn't good enough. Then it wasn't. Then, then it wasn't then better. It gone better. But you, but gone you, gone you didn't better. know it was But you didn't know it was good enough at the time. Then don't no. say it. it. Don't, don't, don't say it. it. You can't because it could have gone it better. Because if I'll, the Vincent could have gone
2: better,
1: you would have committed. I'm on board with you. I'll, def- I'll defend the phrase on this one. No, nope. the like, phrase is
0: like, like having
1: sex with a woman and say, that is the best sex I'll ever have in my life.
0: Like, I think yeah. the interpretation is with the problem here. When you say the visit couldn't have gone better, people automatically assume, well, that's a lock. Well, like oh, that's that, that's a lock. No, it sure just, is. they did the and, best they okay, could. Then, 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 then when when Joshua, until,
1: Joshua, what you're and arguing the next time actually,
0: around, they go, he goes to visit somebody else and they're throwing out NIL money or whatever. Then then the actually, best that Notre Dame did wasn't good enough. No, you're but it actually, wasn't until
1: later. You're
2: actually proving
1: no. the point that the then the statement is then meaningless.
2: It's a meaningless statement. Yeah, if if you say
1: visitor couldn't have gone better, but you cannot conceive of how a visit could go better, or that or that a visit could subsequently go better, and you wouldn't have known about that, then that statement is meaningless.
2: You know what a good visit is. You know what a visit that couldn't have gone better is when you walk
0: out of there with a verbal commitment. I mean, I mean, they, 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 fucking pregu ragu. All right. I mean, it's. I I think it's just—it's a common phrase. I think the people that put too much stock in that phrase is the problem.
2: I put I put stock in the phrase in, but I understand. I but I
0: understand it. I understand it. Bitches
2: saying literally when they mean figuratively.
0: Well, now the dictionary changed it. It's fine to say literally now. But but that doesn't mean we have to accept it. Doesn't mean that I have to accept your. Well, you are correct on that one. I mean, you don't have to accept a lot of things. I mean, there's still people walking around that don't accept the election results for 2020. <laughs> Those some are fools, yeah. So, okay. so yeah, we are in a whole different America. Now, I understand the phrase. I understand why people hate it and why, they're, why you would make it a villainous phrase. But I also understand why it's used. And it, I just look at it like they did the best job they could while he was there. All right, I don't. I don't look any more into it. I don't consider that guy a lock or a lean. I just figured, okay, they didn't fuck this one up because there's been plenty of visits in the past that have been effed up. And
1: I would for, love, to, I would love someone to do a small research project on the phrase "visit couldn't have gone." Any and see which which is the person. How many people committed, and who was the most high profile commit who had a visit that couldn't have gone any better that actually committed, and how many people. Who had visits like Dante Moore with visits who couldn't have gotten any better ultimately did not. <laughs>
3: an That's
0: right. what I need, Jude. Is I need well, But could have gotten better. They couldn't get. They couldn't get the check big enough for them. But they got it to. They got it the best they could. So it sounds like it could have gone better if they would have had a better check. No, it couldn't have because because it wasn't possible. Well, it, it sounds like it's it the best they had to offer.
2: The, this is not the best possible because a better
0: I, visit would have been a verbal commit. Or a better option is just to look at recruiting with a very squinted and very skeptical eye and just chillax.
3: It's just... Use a
2: different different word, is I think what Jude and I are saying, because that
0: word... Oh, I get it. It's lost its it's Honestly, it's a great bonus villain. I mean, I'm not scared of that villain, but... I can see others that are, and I, I get it. What does Nutella do to
3: support biodiversity?
0: Who the fuck is talking about biodiversity on this podcast? I am unsure. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: I was muted,
1: so it couldn't have been me. So,
0: uh, Brendan's getting the pop-up ads. All right. Well, okay, that's a very can healthy. Can
1: I just, can I just read you the list of the people that where the visit couldn't have trip or visit. It couldn't have gone better.
0: Did you keep a goddamn spreadsheet on this?
1: No, I just. No, uh, you can just do a Twitter, Twitter search keep, on it, right? Twitter search. Cam Williams, class of 2024. Uh, Cameron it. Clark, class of 2024. Um, CJ Carr. Still uncommitted. So- um, Comm- Committed. Anthony Speca. Speca. Khalil Barnes.
0: Speca was never going to come to an end, dude. Jackson Arnold. Another Phil, one never coming to ND. Phil Picciotti, but that was that, because that was at a choice from the jump. Phil Picciotti. Mm.
3: How do you feel about all those? Uh, well, like half of them are commits. Justin Reed. And there's a, cu- Justin there's a couple.
0: Of-
1: this weekend's official visit to Notre Dame for safety, Justin Reed. This is 2015. Couldn't have gone better for both parties. September 2016, oh, Notre Dame visit for top 50 quarterback Thomas Graham couldn't have gone better.
0: Well, the visit to South Bend was, uh, was fine. It was the visit to his home that was the fucking natural disaster when Brian Kelly said he wasn't hungry after the family uh, ponied up some dough for some top-tier olive garden. Uh Tom, uh, December two,
1: 2016, Notre Dame's in-home visit with Army All-American wide receiver Jameer Calvin couldn't have gone better. April 2017, South Bend visit couldn't have gone better for one of Notre Dame's top wide receiver car- targets, Kevin Austin. There you go. Well, I mean,
0: nobody, nobody with a the last name Calvin is going to come to Notre Dame. June 2019,
1: first trip to Notre Dame, which resulted in an offer couldn't have gone better for big-time class of 21-21 defensive end, Cade Denhoff. April 2020, it's the home stretch of the recruitment for five-star running back Will Shipley. It seems like as though it couldn't have gone better.
0: Oh, no. Well, they they couldn't possibly make it better. They couldn't do anything more. Except sign him. See, I I think the issue is I look at that phrase in a different way than what y'all are looking at. Like, I don't look at it as any more than they, they did their best, the recruit was happy, there was nothing else they could do to make it any better than I mean, they could it, possibly do. They it it not, sounds to me fly, like there's a way to They could not fly Will girlfriend up there and give her a scholarship to make him go to N.D. You know they what? couldn't do that. that not possible. You know I, what? They I just, could have given her a scholarship, and that's how it could have been better.
1: I, I, just, I just have one request. <laughs> I, I know we're a little bit picking on – some tweets from a person that we really like, but please don't snitch tag him, and mention that we were picking on this. I just, I just have a like. I, I, I just, just don't think anyone. I just should.
0: don't think that's. a, I, I just don't think that's a one reporter issue. Like that's a that's a common. That's a like, common, very thing. common recruiting. Like for, like, if you go and read a, it's a trope. Like yeah, multiple, a multiple, yeah, multiple different recruiting reporters. There's only so like. There's only so many ways you could say a, a, a visit went well. Uh, I mean, as somebody who pounds out a hundred thousand a month or whatever the hell it is, uh, what am I, like, a phrase is just a, sometimes a phrase is just the phrase that you're using. And many people use that same phrase just to basically say this went, this visit went great. That is all. So he's I, not, there multiple, many recruiting I, uh, reporters do that.
1: I just want to warn y'all. Um, I did a, a exact search for couldn't have gone better on Twitter and the second hit was gay porn. So. Uh, just you know, fair warning out there. Maybe you want to maybe want to put that like the put the word recruiting or something. I don't know. The uh, last time you I searched search something friends.
0: on this show, the last time you searched something always on this gay,
1: show, I always find the gay porn. I have no idea why. Who was it? It Was a what? coach you're looking for, right? With a really common I name. Think,
0: I think we could all figure <laughs> that one out.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> so. So so what I'm what I'm here to say is my search my searching skills on Twitter <laughs> could have
3: gone better. huh
0: what I saw the number one rated player in the in the the state of Indiana is heading to Georgia really the top player in the fucking no he's the top player in the state so Georgia came up to Indiana to get a three star wide receiver yeah yeah, those are things. That's strange. That that feels
3: strange. Just saying. That's
0: strange. I guess all trending was Hoosiers and I the first thing. I, I I've been off Twitter most of the day. Uh anyways. Alright, let's move on. wreck everything. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get what we're gonna get this in uh, tonight. I asked the fellows to give me their top five group of five teams in whatever whatever guidelines you want. It, it does not matter uh, what 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 guideline you use. I just want to know what your top five group of five teams are. Maybe they're the best teams out there. Maybe they're the most fun teams. Maybe you just like their colors. Uh, I mean, whatever whatever reason it is. Uh, Go Brendan, Jude, and then uh, and then I'll round it out. Give me top five group of five, Brendan. All
2: right. So um, my enjoyment mostly is uh, m- what I want from a group of five team is I don't want a 12. I don't want a 330. And I don't want an 8 p.m. time slot on a group of five team because I'm generally not going to watch a group of 5 team during those time slots because there'll be a power 5 team during those those areas uh that I want so that, that 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 basically disconnects most of the the sun belt um so if i if i'm giving a top 5 i'm going to put on there um Fresno state i'm going to put on there hawaii mm-hmm. I'm gonna put on their Boise State,
1: oh my God,
2: okay, and I'm gonna give some action uh my alumnus Central Michigan, oh, and then make Josh very upset Toledo,
1: oh my God,
2: oh, for
0: the love of Christ, why would you do that?
2: It's because so- I want entertainment on a Tuesday and a Wednesday, and the max, the only conference that's giving me that, and I I'm in
0: Toledo. Conference.
2: And I'm going to pick the most the team that 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 the best team of the the Mac over the last
3: you know what ten years Toledo I think that's fair to say
1: <coughs> so Toledo has some very good teams with uh, candle, uh yeah Campbell uh Jason candle yeah right? Campbell and Campbell
3: yeah. Campbell and
2: candle yeah. Campbell and candle. Yeah, they've had some very good that's teams. like a law
1: firm or a detective agency in the 1940s. <laughs> hey, what's the matter? <laughs> dame? Candle, candle. Uh, definitely Candle
2: and candles had a dame with legs that have gone on for miles. The yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, we, uh, That's my five.
1: All right, so I'm going second? Yeah. All right, so I've got two crossovers yeah. from, from Brennan's list. Boise State is my all-time number one. Love Boise State. Love the blue Smurf turf. Love the the uh, Statue of Liberty play the 2007 game. One of the, still one of the best games I've ever seen in college football. Easily. Um, you know, it's been all, it's been a hot minute since then, but um, I, I'm definitely always up for game for any kind of um, Boise thing. And I've always long desired uh, Notre Dame to play Boise because I just think it would be hilarity would ensue. Um, <coughs> I'm not allowed to pick like teams that are moving on. Right. I can't pick like since or Houston. No, no God, they're
2: off the, I mean, they're yeah. off the board. They're, they're not even moving on. They are not group of five teams any longer. Okay. Cincinnati and Houston are now power five-team schools.
1: Okay. So Fresno is my second overlap. I do love me uh, some bulldog action. Uh, like, like Brendan said, they're usually on in a time slot where I'm just jonesing for more football. And Fresno usually scratches that itch uh, pretty, pretty well. Yep. Um. I did really enjoy that one hot year that Memphis was uh, made it to the Cotton Bowl and then got, I think, smacked by Penn State. If I recall correctly, uh, am I recalling that correctly?
2: You are recalling that correctly. Okay. Yes. Um, it's uh, uh, a season.
1: I love Middle yeah. Tennessee because all they do is just want to throw up thirty-yard passes, and they always end up the season <clears throat> eight-five or seven and six, and in some Bahamas Bowl or something. <laughs> watching them. December twenty second, when I'm I still jonesing for college football. Um, let's see, was that four? That's four now. That's four. And, and then, um, I had a really good time with the UTSA uh, Renaissance. I, I like that
2: Roadrunners.
1: Yeah, I like the Roadrunners. Right. I like the um, I like the color scheme. Um, and you know what? I would love to put Coastal Carolina on this on this list. Josh would be so upset.
2: More but so I, over. I am just so one.
1: over the the slobnobbing that went on with the media and during the 2020 season, where it was just like, "Jamie Chadwick's the best thing since sliced bread." It's the greatest college football game that's ever existed. Like <coughs> Clemson Notre Dame didn't happen. brace and McCall have my children. So um, I guess honorable mention, which would be like, is FAU right with Lane Kiffin? Yeah. So, that was fun. That's my five. Okay.
3: Oh, shit. All right.
1: Oh, shit. I just fucked up.
0: Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up.
1: Explain yourself. Tulane, man. How did I leave Tulane off my list? They beat
0: you. Which is number one on my list right now is Tulane.
1: Tulane. My God. That was dumb.
2: The the pettiness from Josh
1: is... Sorry, I'm Josh, fucking, for stun, thunder stealing, but that, that, that oh, was an
0: issue Oh, Riley, you're so good. Caleb Williams, the I, fuck you, too late. Too <laughs> late. <laughs> right. I
2: love the pettiness.
0: Ke- Kevin Bauman's brother, too late. One of the, the great color schemes, uniform concepts in college football right now. Perhaps the best collection on home field as well. Good to be. I mean, could I've be? Got,
1: I've got two big pieces from it, so you got will, the Tulane I think, Tuxedo. I love the Tulane tuxedo. the Tulane tuxedo,
0: Yeah. All right, so Tulane's number one on my list. Number two, those Air Force Fighting Bo Morgans, buddy. Oh my God! Even above Eastern. Wow! Holy shit! Yeah. Yeah. I dude. I I don't know what it is about Air Force. Maybe it is. It, it was my obsession with Bo Morgan. I don't know, but they are the. They had. Forget Navy's Renaissance uh, under Coach Ken during that time period. Air Force for the last 30 years has it's consistently tough. been the better, the best uh, service academy. They're more fun to watch. Uh, they got dude, they got lightning bolts on their helmets. I mean, they got a live fucking falcon. They're a, it's a stadium that Notre Dame will go travel to, and it's a Mountain West team. And I have a lot of like special love for the Mountain West, which is a conference before conference realignment that started really hitting hard. In, in 2010, the mountain West was on the come up to make, if they would have made a couple of moves before all that could have positioned themselves as, as a real uh, power six team, even more so than what the American has done over the last few years, just by far. I mean, they, the mountain West was just good. Um, but yeah, air force at number two, number three, you know, we're going with them. Eastern Michigan Eagles, baby. Yeah. Gray turf. My school. Uh, one of the, one of the best coaches in college football that most people haven't heard about. And that's the good news. Chris Creighton. Cause there's no way you could do what you did at Eastern Michigan with no other coach, which has never been done in program. History is one of the worst college football programs of all time. What was their previous going- bowl win before this year? Uh, the Raisin Bowl in 1987 against San, yeah, against San Jose State. Yeah,
2: 1987,
0: last Bowl one. California Raisin Bowl. Uh, you know, that's some good players coming through. Charlie the Batch. Uh, Charlie the Batch. Uh, Crosby. Next Crosby. So, but yeah, Correct, so e- Eastern. and listen, Eastern was. I, I took my boys up for the first time to an Eastern game this this last season. It was just more fun. Than being an N D game. I'm sorry. It just was with kids. I, I don't know. Look, first of all, the stakes were high. The Michigan Mac trophy was on the line. The stakes uh, couldn't be against, higher. Against Central. Uh stakes could not be higher. Uh it was a huge game. Um we had great seats. Uh, a reader um and uh, uh scripts comes first. Uh his son uh plays linebacker for Eastern. Uh so he he came, he saw an Instagram post and came scooting right over. Pretty easy to do in Ryerson Stadium. Uh, that was nice, but it was just, it was a great time. There's t shirt cannons. The boys were on the Jumbotron like t- 20 fucking times. Uh, they had a great time. It was just, it was just a solid good time. Free parking. Um, uh, I wasn't sure it was free parking, though. I kept thinking I was going to go out and my truck was going to get be towed. Uh, which <laughs> my history in Ypsilanti and parking tickets is, uh, is short in dates and long in tickets. Uh, let's see. Number four, definitely not going coastal Carolina, but I am going to do Appalachian state. And while you might think, Oh yeah, the team that beat Michigan in 2007. Sure. But Appalachian state is just a fucking fun. They've been a fun program to follow. They got a great, they got great uniforms. They got a great fan base. They've been fun to watch. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> they are the goal for me to get my boys to play college baseball at, uh, because that baseball stadium might be the most gorgeous non-western mountain baseball As, stadium in the Especially country. when the colors come in on the leaves. Oh god, dude, it's insane! Like you're the fence is the trees. It's it's insane. Like it's Boone is gorgeous. Uh, anyways, I just I, App State's just a cool program, man. I just I I enjoy watching them. Uh, and then number five, I'm going to stay in the mountain West. We're going to go with Wyoming. Obviously Hicksville native Garrett crawl, uh, was an all conference defensive end, uh, for the Cowboys. Uh, but this just, it's a, that's not, they're not great uniforms. <laughs> that Brown and yellow is not, uh, that great, but it's, it feels throwbacky. A lot of their games are wacky, and wild weather, a lot of winds, some snow, Um uh, they're never really that great but it's just they mountain west games are fun and the games in uh in Laramie uh are just cool they got a, they got a great um uh they do a great paint job on their on their field uh with the mountains and all that it's 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 a cool spot so yeah i, I think all i think all three of us had very well done top fives which is a lesson to y'all Watch more group of five football. It's,
2: it's, I just appreciate that you said that Jude and I had great top fives, despite us potentially putting teams that you absolutely despise on there. I, I
0: can't, I can't fault someone for, for loving a team. I hate if I did that, uh, you know, I would disown my brother-in-law who's a Michigan fan. Uh, so I re I re I respect my enemies. Like I made think, I may fucking hate them, but if you love them, uh, I respect you for, for being wrong. Always. But fuck
3: Toledo for real.
0: Well, that was a long journey from pierogi pop to, uh, to hate Toledo. So print the t-shirts. Yeah, I think we did our job here. Uh, Jude, what do you got left in the tank? So uh, I'm going to keep the women,
1: the focus on women's sports uh, again this week. Um, a pretty cool thing happened today or yesterday. Um, it was celebrated today, which was uh, softball coach Deanna Gump in her second, 22nd season as the coach in Notre Dame. Uh, actually won her 849th game. The reason why this is significant is she now has more wins than any other coach in Notre Dame history and that's actually passing uh, Muffet McGraw for most wins in the history of Notre Dame Athletics. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you and tell you that I watch softball and I know much anything about the team at all. Um, I can read off to you that the team is 24-11-1 this season, um, and that was their 24th win. Um, I know that she's actively involved in the South Bend community and raised a lot of money for uh, charitable causes, including uh, uh, children's leukemia, if I recall correctly uh, obviously the eradication of such, not the promotion of such. Um, and so, uh, congratulations to her. And it was cool to see, um, all the little videos that, um, you know, a lot of the, the coaches at her name did just like giving her uh, props and she seems like a really well-liked, uh, individual around campus. So that was cool. And, um, the other thing I was going to mention was that not Notre Dame related, but I love the symmetry of, Grace Berger, who's in a standout player for the Indiana Hoosiers basketball team, getting drafted by the Indiana Fever uh, on Monday night. And I just, I just chuckled at the idea that you live in Bloomington and now you're moving to Indianapolis. What is that, 50 miles away? I mean, it can't be that far, right?
0: From Bloomington to Indy? Yeah. Uh, that feels about right. I'm not, I guess I don't really know that for sure, but it's. Yeah. Feels like an hour drive. Hour. I mean, 15,
1: I. I like that. Well, I guess what my um, cheeky way of saying like I think she'll be able to acclimate to the weather, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I think she. She <laughs> might have a good idea what's happening.
1: Like Bray Beal, she uh, she worked. She played for South Carolina. Don Staley, her boyfriend plays for uh, J C Horn, who plays for I think the Carolina Panthers. Uh, she got drafted by the Minnesota Lynx. I'm like, ah, eh, best of luck with that. You know, yeah. <laughs>
3: so,
1: I mean, good, a good, a good team fit for her, but not, uh, not a great climate fit for her. So, anyways, that's uh, all I got. And women, uh, Irish women, lost a heartbreaker against uh, Boston College. Uh, I think you actually retweeted Coach Halfpenny into the one foot down tr- stream, but basically, oh,
0: uh, dude, she was pissed.
1: Yeah, real, she was real pissed. controversial call at the end, and uh, really unfortunate that the the game slipped away because they they did have a little bit of a stranglehold on that game and they had Boston college right where they want them. And, and, you know, hate to say it, but the Eagles have been a real thorn in uh, Notre Dame's side. And uh, once again, Notre Dame is, is doing that thing where, you know, they can be a lot of teams and they can crush a lot of really weak competition like a, like a Butler or something. But uh, when it comes to the, the elite of the elite uh, with the exception of UNC this year, they, they really have struggled to, to beat the, uh, the top tier teams. And I'm talking Syracuse, Boston college, Northwestern, uh, UNC with the, again, with the exception of what they just managed. So,
3: um, you know, this, the struggle continues, but, uh, that's all I got. All right, Brennan, what do you got left in the tank? Oh boy. Um,
2: I don't have anything left in the tank, man. I'm excited for the spring game. Um, I'm excited. Uh, of all springs, this one feels like it's been the lightest, right? Can you think of oh, a spring sure. that's been uh, no, lighter no, than this, this is one? this absolute, has
0: absolutely been the lightest.
2: There's almost the lightest. nothing to to sort of touch on. There's We haven't gotten the state like media I keep saying,
0: clips. You have interviews. You have interviews. Ish. And you can base whatever you want off of that, and that's fine. But that's, that's it. That's all you have. You have yeah, one, one, one wide-open practice, though.
2: Yeah, it, it and even the state-run media has
0: not been really in effect. I haven't seen the Which, sort if you, of if you watched uh, if you watched you know Greg's interview with uh, Ian Book. Just keep in mind one of the best things that Ian Book said in that interview was, "Well, I guess now that I'm Notre- now that I'm away from Notre Dame, I can tell the truth." <laughs> <You> know, so <laughs> just your inter they the players are very well coach trained yeah. in, in, in me and handling the media and what's being said. So, you know, I do, while I think that the Marcus Freeman era is vastly different in that regards and what's allowed and what's not allowed to be, to be said in these interviews, especially given the fact that they just let everybody talk, they give everybody a voice way more than uh, with Kelly. Um, it's still, there's, there's still things, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and, and this year more than any other year that I can ever remember watching Notre Dame football and being like in it. It just feels like they're playing and maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it uh, it's it's because you know, they have um good things in the works and they don't feel like they need to report on it as much, but it is it has been Baron as far as news goes, uh, heading into the, what the final stretch, the final two weeks of the spring season. So, um, I'm interested to see how things play out. I have pretty vested interest into, I mean, we're going to see Sam Hartman play in the spring game, right? There's a quarterback competition.
0: I I guess on the the flip side, I mean, I think, I think that the way that spring ball is gone, I think it definitely makes regardless of whether it's true or not, like in reality, it definitely makes the prospect of the spring game much more interesting than what it's I think it's going to be a sexy past, spring even. game.
2: Like, I think we're going to see
0: real well it, it, the, the, more there, so than other years. I don't know if it's going to be, but I think the prospect of, because we just haven't had a whole lot of anything. So you're going to, now all of a sudden you're, you're going to get something on front of your face um and if you didn't know that uh it's gonna be uh, teams are gonna be drafted by the players I think they did that last year maybe yeah as well um still no word about the actual format of the game but yeah that's just this is what you're gonna get for this is what spring ball is gonna have as a spring game so uh, we're gonna get a whole lot of wild speculation off of, based off of one uh glorified practice mm, and that's yeah. fine I mean that's but uh, it definitely makes—I won't say must-see TV—but it definitely makes it, you know, you. it have to see much of some sprint. appeal. So if you don't yeah. see the sprint
3: game, you you missed it all.
0: Yeah, and uh, like I said, my daughter gets confirmed on that day, so oh. <laughs> I'll let you know uh, how but, it goes. I'll, uh, I'll send you a I text. But I do believe. Um, so I think Drew Brennan, who covers men's lacrosse for us, I think he's going to be up in the booth for for OFD for the spring game. And uh, Fred Asoff, I I, I got to send this in. Uh, but I think Fred Asoff is going to be our photographer on the ground uh, no for OFD. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not kidding. Uh, so I, w- I was just going to. Uh, it's funny. I was just going to go to head to Slack today and say, look, all right looking for volunteer, blah, blah, blah. I got hit up by drew with, Hey, if you want somebody right. and I'm, I'm taking volunteers at this point, like, absolutely. And then he's mentioned, uh, uh Fred being a photographer, cause he, he'll, he'll send drew uh, photos of the of the lacrosse games. So I'm like, all right, so I'm going right, to, I gotta get these sent in still, but uh, I'll, I'll send them in, uh, <laughs> get you guys there to cover it for us, which is great, uh, since I'll be in, in Toledo of all places. Uh, watching my daughter uh, be confirmed in the Catholic Church, so, and then I'll just watch it on Peacock on the way home. Be fabulous. Um, what do I got here? Oh yeah, well, speaking of men's lacrosse, Grace Hall lighted up, baby. After uh, losing to Virginia as the as being ranked number one, uh, they come right back the next weekend and beat and take down number one Duke. Uh, which is fantastic. Uh, this, is, um, this is a this could be a real deal year for Notre Dame. I mean, the ACC is a very is the strong conference in uh, men's lacrosse, so this could be uh, be an interesting title run. Um, we'll, we'll wait and see. Notre Dame getting hosed last year uh, would make it even sweeter as far as the uh, the NCAA seeding or picks went for the tournament. Uh, If you don't remember that, uh, that was when a whole lot of people who you think don't like Notre Dame uh, media personalities or or even knew anything about lacrosse went off on Twitter about how much bullshit it was about all these Ivy Leagues being in, uh, basically because they didn't play a season. Like boo-hoo for the Ivies. Notre Dame baseball. uh, It's been a bit of a struggle this year. Um, They just uh, lost tonight. And extra innings to Michigan State, which is no fun. Um, they should have swept pitt uh, but uh, j- just took that two out of three uh, the weekend prior it's a it's a mid it's a mediocre year I mean it's a mid year it's they're seventeen and thirteen overall. I think there's seven and eight now in the co- in conference play, which is about um, which is middle of the pack in the Atlantic. but Brendan, what if I told you the Who do you think is the worst team in the ACC in baseball? Uh,
2: If you were to ask me who's the worst team in the ACC, well, it's obviously not Florida State, right?
0: It obviously is Florida State.
2: Oh, no, but I thought Florida State was supposed to be resurgent now that they have this new great coach. (laughs) What's the name of their coach again?
0: That is former Notre Dame coach and Florida State alum, Link Jarrett who took Notre Dame to uh, Omaha. (laughs) Uh, And currently, currently Florida state is 13 and 19 uh, with a four and 11 conference uh, record. It is the, by far the worst team in the ACC uh, record wise at this point they are not good. It's a good thing that the
2: cheese It bull representative (laughs) (laughs) Carter Carles is not having to
0: cover this nonsense. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I like Link Jarrett a lot, and everyone understood him leaving, and it was a very gracious it departure. It made all the like, sense in the world. Every, every, all the sense. Everyone wished him well. You could not fault him at all. And I feel bad, actually, for gloating in this moment. I do, because I like Link Jarrett, and I appreciate wholeheartedly what he was able to do uh, with the baseball team while he was in South Bend. Uh but it is a little ironic. it is a little it's strange to be honest with you um well, too I didn't think Florida state was that was that down uh, was that are you seeing,
2: are you seeing uh, that it's like rain on your wedding day?
1: It's a free ride when
2: you've already paid
1: when you're already paid
0: it's some good advice that I think you I am. take it's just could and they're done that.
1: And who would have thought? It figured. I, you guys watch basketball. Who would have figured? <laughs> I do watch basketball. <laughs> do you know that the Timberwolves almost just blew this game, uh, this playing game with the Lakers, and so now it's they're going to go to overtime. I uh,
2: Greg, I, Greg's probably very upset.
1: I was going to say, should we do a wellness check on on Greg?
0: Why doesn't Greg tweet out his
1: feelings like Frank? Yeah. Why is not he living his feelings? uh because he's from california i'm, I'm writing a dm, DM right now greg how are and
0: you that's feeling <laughs> do you need and that's not a knock on frank a hug he does exactly <laughs> what i do all right
1: i will let you know if he responds or this podcast ends one of the two things are going to happen in the next 45 seconds
2: i think one is going to happen before the other <laughs> i would
1: say that's definitely well, how the world works brennan <laughs> Probably
0: not but while, but, but while I have Brendan on the phone, how you feeling about our uh, our two and eight Detroit Tigers right now? Oh boy. Uh,
2: I think that they're going. I think when Chris Illich said that the uh, rebuild was over last year, he may have been erroneous in uh, his assessment of. Uh, yeah, because he quit. <laughs> 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 there will be no more rebuild. Uh No, the Detroit Tigers are probably the worst team in the American League. Not probably. They are the worst team. In the <laughs> they League. are the worst
1: team in the American they League. They are no I, Tampa Bay Rays, that's for sure.
2: No, they are not the well, Tampa, I mean, no Tampa Bay Rays. Did the, I mean, ta- the, Tem- the
0: Rays Tem- win tonight? Are they 11? I I don't I mean, know if they, they played. Yes. Well, they stopped Detroit to start the season. And then Detroit. Detroit's lone two wins against Houston. Yeah. Which, uh, but That's good. I mean, te- technically, the Athletics have the worst record, uh, oh, no. only because they have one more loss. Yeah. So
2: the Tigers are unequivocally, I mean, it's the worst. It's the worst product
0: I've. I mean, they have a triple A lineup. Show. Yeah, it's a shit show. It's awful. I Do they? Because I'm wondering if their triple A lineup in Toledo might be better. Could pull, pull off a better record. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's Coast Time Live right now, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Greg would be asleep. But please do not break into Greg's house because he has many guns and security guards. So many yes. guns. So many so, guns. Like and, so many robots. And he will retaliate there's, by lighting your house on fire. So it really There's
0: lots of there's lots of foxholes on his property, but you'd think they're just there for dog funerals, but they're there for defense. It is really <laughs> weird that he <laughs> You don't hear that joke? That's all right. That was just for yeah, Greg. That's, that's, it that's is a, really weird is that, Greg... that joke
1: to the max right there.
0: That Greg
2: buries and gives eulogies for stray dogs in his neighborhood, but that's just the kind of guy
0: that Greg is. I I was considering about uh, flying Greg out uh, for some cat funerals that uh, that need to go on in this neighborhood.
2: You know, I mean, how much would it cost? Like what? Four hundred. I mean, can you four hundred? Can you put a price? Four hundred and fifty nine dollars. Do you think it would cost four fifty nine or four point five nine? I
1: don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um don't spoil it <laughs> for me, but I just started watching The Leftovers and the guy's either hallucinating that he's killing dogs or he's helping kill dogs. So maybe that's just oh. kind of, maybe that's a maybe that's a vibe. That's a
0: villain. That's a true villain. Yeah, I, I the, kill oh, you, dogs. Oh, you know, our, Cat, no, I do do I do do Greg our our neighbor's uh, pug uh Pugsley. Uh, just passed away today, so there there was a sad neighborhood vibe going out. Oh no, uh, that might have been the fattest pug I've ever seen in my life. Uh, <laughs> he, what it away. Magnificent, what was magnificent. The, uh,
2: what was his body fat like? Four point five nine percent
0: fat. No, his body fat, his body fat was all. Oh. <laughs> That's what the percentage was all.
2: I'm just gonna anytime I mention Craig, I'm just gonna put four five nine in there. <laughs>
1: So rough. You know, when I when uh, I get along around to making the long promised uh, quiz for Ultimate Insiders of the uh, Earn Five Star Pod, there's got to be a four five nine question.
2: Uh, four five nine for
1: days. What number do you most associate with with longtime guests? Greg from <laughs> uh, Four Anybody, Five Nine. Poor guy it won't even be twenty one or twenty six. It'll be four <laughs> five nine. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's gonna, gonna have a change of Twitter handle now. He's gonna hate it is so there, much. Listen, is there a okay? Hold on, is there a a, a at Greg four five nine on Twitter? There should oh, no. be. <laughs> and if oh, no. not,
2: we need to make it. Oh no! <laughs> Fuck! There there is.
1: Uh, he has, uh, has
0: Follow. uh How much can we buy that Twitter follow off of him? I He's he got. It's got to be cheap, man.
1: He's got. He hasn't posted well, you know since what? 18, 2012. Oh
0: hold on, hold on. I got it, I got another handle we could try. At <laughs> Greg four point
3: <laughs> five nine. account. There's no results for at
0: Greg four point five nine. There you go. All right, we got it. Yeah. Lock it Someone's down. Sounds good. Are you are you grabbing <laughs> that?
2: To paraphrase to paraphrase Barry Obama please we got him.
3: All right.
0: You you snatch that up and uh, we'll re, we'll start retweeting the shit out of that with a uh, our large uh, SB Nation account.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and just um, uh, just as just a, just a, just a
1: random thing I thought that just thought came into my head. Um, if your home insurance payments are not up to date you might want you might want to get that done tomorrow morning.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I got fire insurance. I've had it for a while.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, I think our our job here is done. Uh, Many inside jokes, many villains. Uh, We drug Greg across the board there at the end. I mean, we did our job. So for Brendan, for Jude, for everybody over at one foot down and for all of our our best friends at the fans first sports network thanks for listening to the earn 5 star podcast and as always go irish